Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 59, and my name is Henry. Chloe. And I'm Kaylee. As yeah. promised. Yeah. Uh, so no Braden today, unfortunately. Probably. Yeah, he, he could just show up. He never lets us know, but we are joined by our good buddy, Kaylee. So, Kaylee, Hello. thanks for coming on. You're welcome. I'm excited. Yeah, always follow through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We promised we would have <laughs> thanks a... Thanks to Kaylee. Yeah, third person. Here we, here My we are. My Aunt Perkins. Thank you. That's a high compliment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're sp- What's up? That's Kaylee. No. Right <laughs> It'll be like, so. Like when Cooper was first you, like, so. Oh, well, What's your well, deal? Well, I need to do the, the rest of the... We need oh, to know what we're talking about. So today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Spike Lee's Black Klansman, and then we're going to be doing a retro review of the 2016 Daniel Radcliffe. Is that a, it, it's A24, right? No. You sure? I'm almost certain. Okay. I'm almost positive. Okay. I Mo- could be wrong. A movie but... about the, uh, an FBI agent infiltrating a, a neo-Nazi group Imperium. called Imperium. Yeah, so that'll be a good talk. It'll be a really light show. <laughs> Yeah. And if people aren't sick of me saying Jew all the time enough. Easy, easy listening. Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> and then we have a yeah, listener question, all the usual stuff. So thanks for joining us. Well, I guess, <laughs> uh, well, Kaylee, since you are our first time guest, you want to tell, tell us your whole life. Tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself. Who Hello. is Kaylee? I'm Kaylee. I, <laughs> Chloe and I have been best friends since we were like six. Oh, Yeah. Yep, we played on the same soccer team for like five years before I quit because I'm not good at sports. Yeah, she stuck it out for a while. Yeah, and yeah. One time she got hit in the stomach with a ball so hard, she literally had like a bruise imprint of the ball pattern. I also one time had a ball punted into the back of my head and I briefly went unconscious. (laughs) And then when I went to ask my dad if he had seen it, he said, oh, what, did you score a goal? I said, nope. (laughs) It's funny because she plays defense. (laughs) hilarious cool so what else kaylee do you like movies yeah i do she does because chloe makes me go to all of them yes that's a fact oh true (laughs) when i was little when i was little kaylee was like the only one who would put up with my um movie selections for the sleepover etc cool Uh, What, what were you putting on I made all my friends watch Paper Moon. Yeah, that's oh, one okay. I remember. Yeah. Some Fred Astaire movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Kaylee took a liking to when she was in the hospital. Yeah, I was on drugs and I watched like an eight hour Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers marathon. It was great. Right on. There you yeah. go. Cool. That's not why she was in the hospital was for being on drugs, to be clear. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I had an appendectomy. And I was with you when it when it popped. Were you? Yeah, you were you had just dropped you were dropping me off at my house and you were like Oh my god, I think I have appendicitis. And I was yeah. like, oh, better go to the doctor. That was the night before though, right? And then the next day I actually went oh, to work. Oh, you didn't go, that's right. And she went to work. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Classic don't, moment. Don't go to work when you have appendicitis. <laughs> what are some of your favorite movies, Kaylee? Um, oh, I'm so basic. Um, yeah, she okay. loves mean girls. I love sure. mean girls. I'm not ashamed. I love oh, there's a dog. Oh sorry, um, my dog. She loves sorry. dogs, by I the love way. Dogs She's gonna be a, a vet. Yeah, I'm applying to veterinary school this week. Ooh. Um, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off is like my nice. other favorite. A recent one that I love is Baby Driver. And she's I know, ob- like, no, she's obsessed with Baby Driver, and I don't get it. A lot at of people all. are. Yeah, but she. Yeah, I know some people won't compute. watch it because of Kevin Spacey, and I acknowledge that. But 
Other than that, it's Kaylee really so good woke. Movie. Gosh, that's that's my great. roommates wouldn't watch it with me because of that. Really? So. Oh well, they're yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I've met her roommates, is what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. They should just like Photoshop Cardi B in or something like that mm. in place of Kevin Spacey. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's what they did in uh, they bothered doing it in what what's the movie called? All the money in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. With uh. What's his face? Christopher Plummer. Plummer. I love Christopher Plummer. Oh, yeah. Who who don't, you know? True. Mm. Kaylee, she doesn't know who that is. Nope. Yeah. It's It's really bad with names of actors. Okay. That's why I don't come on the spot. I was going to say something, and I'm going to say it, but it sounds really rude, but it's not. Kaylee's really smart. (laughs) I don't know. Like, just disclaimer. Okay. (laughs) But not about movies. But your insights are very good. We all have something. Mm. Yeah. Chloe, what do you got? Everything. That's true. I can't speak Spanish, though. Kaylee can speak fluent Spanish in Catalan. Wow. And she uses those tools to help people all the time. Funny story. One time I was listening to a podcast. I was was with you. Right? I don't think you were with me. You made me one time listen to a podcast of a Catalan person really slow. Yeah, so that's the thing. I listen to (laughs) podcasts in Catalan really slow because I can't understand when they're speaking quickly. And then... Later, I was listening to Jonathan Van Ness's podcast. Yes. And I was like, oh my From God. From Queer Right. He still won't watch it. I just haven't it's get, really good. Jeez. I don't doubt it. I just haven't gotten around wow. to it. His podcast was number one for at least a couple weeks. I think it still it like is. Us. Yeah, it probably still is. It sounds like us. It's amazing. Aspirations. Um, but anyway, so I was listening <laughs> to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with Jonathan? Like, he, he's either really <laughs> tired or he's like on drugs or something. Like, I'm really concerned. So I was like Googling it and stuff. And then I realized that it was still on like half speed. <laughs> so he just, it sounded so weird. That's so hmm. funny because last week I was talking about how I listened to YouTube videos on like twice the speed because everyone talks so slow for uh, me. Oh, yeah. Uh, hilarious. Wow. But you can't do that with, oh yeah, you can't do that. I don't do that with Jonathan's podcast because he talks about as fast as I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You should watch Queer Eye. I'll watch it at some point. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know who loves Queer Eye? Who? Dr. Strauss. Oh, of course he does. Yeah. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) (laughs) He lives for it. Wouldn't he be, like, perfect on it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Yeah. he'd be so good. Oh, yeah. He asked if I wanted to uh, join that soccer team. Yeah. But it's... Way out of oh my, my schedule's God. way off. I wouldn't be able to fit it the in. The soccer team is going through a moment, and we're going to get through it. That's what he said. Oh, my God. We're fighting. <laughs> Papa's fighting hard for that. They're trying yeah. to out him. They're like, go to the over 40s. He's like, no, girl, no, I won't. And there's, like, people on people who play who are, like, 75. Yeah. Like nice. Doris, nice. which is like, YGG, you keep playing, Doris. But yeah, so they're trying to out him. So they were like, well, you don't have enough people because all the people left because the league's well, anyway, so all the people left, a lot of people left because mm-hmm. they didn't like the refs. And I was like, fair enough. Like, they tried to stay, and uh-huh. they tri- to, but they couldn't. It had been seasoned. So anyway, uh-huh. I you asked, kind of. You didn't really, but you brought it up. So anyway, so we had like nine people, and then like true Gary fashion, he upped it. He was like, okay, I have two days, fine. And now we have 19 people. Wow. So word to Good for Dr. Dr. Strauss. Cool. Nice. Props, man. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. Well, any, anything else y'all want to mention before we move on? How are you doing? I'm okay. 
tired. She, but, she's so kind. Yeah, I, I appreciate <laughs> Nobody it. Nobody ever asked him that, honestly. Yeah. They say it, we say it funnily at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm all right. I'm the yeah, assistant manager now, but it's, assistant it's a lot of work. Assistant regional manager yeah. is the only thing you're allowed to say. Yeah, yeah. Kaylee likes the office. She yep. giggled. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, just, yeah, I just worked a lot this week, but handled it all. Uh, Kaylee works at Crazy Allen's Emporium now with me. Yeah, they're cool. I, just, I, went, I went there and got some pens the other day. Well, you went at the wrong oh, effing there. time. I was, always we only g- had one left. Oh, we already talked about this. It was, <laughs> the for, whole store. It was for work. It doesn't count. Oh. Yeah. Can I tell you the thing now since it's a segue? The thing okay, you want. So, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Okay. So it's part of my thing for later, obviously, okay. picks of the week. But I did watch Insatiable. Oh, the, the fact like, shame talked about the disgust show. I read an article about it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. So yeah, I of course it's you really did. bad. Well, okay. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. But anyway, but um, the guy, the pageant leader, no, the what do they call pageant coach? The like main guy in it mm-hmm. looks just like Charlie. Like if Back to the Future did Charlie, like old Biff. Oh. This is like old Charlie. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. I was watching it. And Mind I was blown. Shook. That's honestly probably half of why I told you. That was like half of why I kept watching. I was like, oh, my God, I miss Charlie. Sure. But they didn't act the same, but they looked alike. Cool. Yeah. That must have been <laughs> quite something. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, I guess we can just jump into our first review. Kaylee, unless you want to jump in with something. Yeah. Lots of people want to take pictures with her, and it's weird. <laughs> Am I, I wrong? It. I love how whenever you ask me to jump in, it's like, well, he just chooses a really random fact about me and goes with it. It's true. It's weird. Well, how do, how do you... Whenever, like, we were in France together, whenever we were in other countries, people who clearly are from other sides of the world... Yeah. Just, like, don't even ask. They just, like, pull her and, like, take pictures with her. Huh. Well, maybe they think she's Taylor Swift. One maybe. time a little girl asked me for my autograph. I used to look like Taylor Swift when she had like the country style and the country yeah. hair and my hair was long. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, when I went to San Francisco this, for Thanksgiving last year, uh, the stewardess asked my friend's, my mother's friend, if I sh- uh, she should know who I am when I left the Plane. Yeah, you so. have probably that the beanie vibe. Yeah, it could. Yeah, like, it could have been. I don't, I, she's like a beanie during summer. He must be no, important. <laughs> no, I don't know if I don't know if, it was, if I was rocking the beanie or if it was just all the just hair. Yeah, just the way you look. Yeah, you have really good hair. That's true. Well, I can never tell because you're always wearing the beanie. I know. That's true. That's when the first time I saw his hair, I said, "What the heck is happening around here?" I was so confused. Huh? Well, there's a there's a. I don't, I guess like a, loosely I'll say like a stigma, like if you're wearing a hat all the time, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. are just going to assume, mm-hmm. but like you just do you and that's great. Well, I, 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 it's rare I wear it at work right now. I mean, it's, I'm mostly, this is just like for the podcast. It's more comfortable with the headphones oh, on. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. smart. Yeah. That's like how I was so good at hula hooping around my neck. I was one, well, anyway, I was really good at hula hooping around my neck because I had really long hair and so you can, you can cushion your neck. Right. Although the people had to stop, they're like, oh my God, I'm actually joking. <laughs> but I mean, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's mostly, yeah, when, when I, at, at work, I get to way too hot in this, so I, yeah. just, just for the podcast, mostly. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I guess we can uh, move on to our first review, which is Black Klansman. Yeah. And we have a clip, so take a listen. I didn't want to say we're trapped, but that pecker would have had a gun in my face. And he was an 
ass hair away from pulling the trigger. And he didn't. But he could have. And then I would have been dead. For what? Stopping some jerk-offs from playing dress-up? Flip, it's intel. Well, I'm not risking my life to prevent some rednecks from lighting a couple sticks on fire. This is the job. What's your problem? That's my problem. For you, it's a crusade. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a job. It's not personal, nor should it be. Why haven't you bought into this? Why should I? Because you're Jewish, brother. The so-called chosen people. You've been passing for a wasp. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant, cherry pie hot dog white boy. Hmm. That's what some light-skinned black folks do. They pass for white. Doesn't that hatred you've been hearing the Klan say, doesn't that piss you off? Of course it does. Then why are you acting like you ain't got skin in the game, brother? Rookie, that's my fucking business. It's our business. I'm going to get you your membership card so you can go to the cross burning and get in okay. deeper with these guys. So Black Klansman is directed by Spike Lee and stars... Uh, Baby Washington. John David Washington, Adam Driver, uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, he's in the beginning. He's the scary oh. in the beginning. Robert John Burke. Which one is the guy from that 70s show? Topher to Grace. To oh, Topher Grace, yeah. yep. Adam, yeah, Adam Driver. The lady. Um, the lady. Laura Harrier? Yeah. Okay. Laura and Harrier. the uh, and Harry Belafonte. Oh, yeah. Came out of retirement. Oh, yeah. my God. There you go. Chills the whole time. <laughs> <sighs> and the plot synopsis is Ron Stallworth, an African-American police officer from Colorado, successfully manages to infiltrate the local Ku Klux Klan with the help of a white surrogate who eventually becomes head of the local branch. White surrogate? That's very rude. He, too, is a policeman. I'm salty about that. Sure. But, okay. Oh <laughs> I care. <laughs> well, this one has been getting a lot of buzz. It won Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. It did, yeah. And it's been at least, it's been a few years since Spike Lee did a movie, so I guess. A couple. He did the TV show. He did she as well. He did... He made his TV sh him, one of his movies into a TV show, and I watched it. Uh, sorry, I everybody. Know. I'll look it up. Well, uh, Kaylee, did you get a chance to check the movie out? Of course yeah. she did. Yep, I well, saw it over the weekend. We, it's, it's she happened. does everything she's supposed to. That's so nice. <laughs> I'm an overachiever. Yes, yeah. she is. I watched cool. it twice. No, I'm Up kidding. top. <laughs> I, I'm going to watch it a thousand times. It's the, too heavy for me to watch it a thousand times. Yeah. Well, what did y'all think? The Black Klansman. You're first. You're the guest. Best movie of the year? Or no? You're looking at me. Okay, I'll go first. It is literally... I'm Okay, I'm going to not do it justice because I know I hyperbolize a lot. Uh-huh. But I am not hyperbolizing when I say I think it is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. No joke. This is better than American Animals. Oh, my... Yeah. Okay. But American Animals right. is up there. Honestly, it is up there. And see, because they're so close together, it's kind of detracting from the gravity of what I'm saying, but it's true. But this is the best movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Including Harry like, Potter? Listen, it's not my favorite. I'm not like gonna, it's not gonna be like a rainy day. I'm not gonna like put on my new silk jammies Jemmy got me and watch it. In there. Well, I'm, but I'm not gonna just watch it. Like, oh, yeah. Throw it on Lazy Sunday. But it's like, um, Oh, God, what's that called? Citizen, it's like Citizen Kane. You know what wow. I mean? Wow, okay. 
Like I'm like you don't go you don't like paint your nails and watch this and Kane. You're like this is the best day of my life. Yeah. But it's like that. For, it's like my citizen Kane. Wow. I'm not kidding around. That's really cool. Yeah. You see this at the Chelsea? No. Oh okay. Sorry. I saw it. That's okay. I was just curious. <laughs> I saw it at South Point, and there was not one. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, just because of the audience, it was interesting. <clears throat> there weren't any. Everyone else in the theater was apparently African-American. Really? Because everyone I saw it with was white. Yeah. It was Charlotte, though. Yeah. Yeah. So they might have been a lot of Jews. A lot of Jews in Charlotte. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, I like the movie a lot, too. I wouldn't say it's my Citizen Kane, but, I mean, I, I thought it was definitely, I mean, it's the movie I think a lot of people need oh, right now. Oh, she's got it. That's what it is. That's that was it. the one he made into the TV show. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was it was both incredibly, it was great satire, but also very relevant in mm-hmm. a very serious, dramatic way, uh, especially with all the race racial tension going on. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I think it it's it is entertaining, but it's also very hits the mark. That's what makes in it a lot so of ways. Good. Yeah, which Spike Lee is good at like, a lot of the time. Don't get salty. You know, you roll your eyes at me, and I'm like, they should have paid more attention. Right. This. Every single word, every single frame, every single millisecond was thought through and cared about, and that really showed through. Everything meant something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Can I disagree with that? Yes. <laughs> I didn't like that one character. Okay, I don't know the actor's name, but he was one of the Klansmen, and he was the one who's like an alcoholic. You mean the guy who gets the, like... More radical guy in charge? Like no, there's like two the of them. stupid guy. Oh, yeah. Do you know the actor's name? No. Okay, well, I thought he was completely unnecessary and not funny, and I would have taken him I out. I don't think he was supposed to be funny. Yeah. Like, but I didn't think he, he was. also I, wasn't realistic either. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. I, 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 yeah, I kind of see what she I means I don't think there. he, what do you mean? Like, he was just, like, too caricatured, in I my don't know. opinion. I see what you're saying, but also, it's back in time a lot, and, like, um, one of our mutual friends has family in, like, Tennessee, and some of them are actually illiterate. Hmm. Like, it's not that outlandish, unfortunately. But, like, I see where you're coming from, especially mm-hmm. the parallels between this and Imperium. Like, a lot of the characters line up really easily, they which really is interesting. Do. But I think they're trying to depict... And even if it is satirical, I think it's intentional because they're saying we start with that guy and because that's who you think of as like the KKK or whatever is like the racist. And that's why they're not threatening because you're like, oh, well, they're an idiot. Right. And so you dismiss them. But then it kind of slowly builds to see the. Yeah. And the well, also part. Imperium is a much more comfortable take right. on a story like this as well. Yeah. More like fits much more into a formula than I would say this one does. Right. But I think this one was more. I think this one was very accessible because it's, I, oh, I think so too. It's also very kind of <clears throat> like I don't know if happy is the right word, but there's a lot of like good camaraderie and it shows that like good powers through and like people do care about other people. And I also really like and like I'm saying with the intention, like there are clearly like 
Caucasian people who are very helpful in this. Yeah, so it's... Like, the police, the their direct police boss. Yeah. And, like, even the li- the female librarian. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think it's... Yeah, it's not just, like, and my white mom noticed people that are bad. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes it a lot stronger. Like, this movie does a lot to unite. And I also like the movie itself... It's kind of meta, like keeps like it repeatedly pointed out that movies are important. Like what we're showing, what we're seeing, are really important to how people act. Like the whole thing with Birth of a Nation and everything. Yeah, yeah, and true. a lot of other subtle ways, right? So I think that I forgot what I was saying. There's like so much to say that I forget where I start because then I turn into another point. There's no shame in that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good ending to that sentence. You'll get there. But anyway, yeah. But I think it was really. It's also one that showed a lot to show that movies can make a difference. So it like, it and, did and it's that. doing very well, I think, financially. Which yeah, is which good. is good, yeah. obviously. And I like that he doesn't pull any punches. Like a lot of them are more subtle, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of them embrace. I think a lot of, and I listened to a bunch of interviews with Danny Rad because obviously I love him, but also I care. But he was saying like about his movie. We're like these are going to get muddled because they're so close together. <laughs> yeah, but like with Imperium, he was saying like, of course the vast majority of the people who are going to watch this aren't the ones who need to. Yeah. Or, like, who should get more of a perspective. And he's so eloquent. You should just go listen to his interviews. I'm sure he is. I'm dead serious. Okay. But anyway. But he was saying, like, people who need to listen to watch this movie won't be the ones to watch it. Yeah. But, like... I talked about that with Kyle, too. Yeah. But he even... But Danny Radcliffe said, like, if one person hate watches this because, like, I'm a Jew, then, like, maybe they'll change their mind. Like, you never know, whatever. But this movie, I think, did a... Obviously, it was, like, more in your face, but I think it was because it knew its audience, and it was like, well, these people already know this, but let's get them going again. Like, caring deeply by putting it again in their face and seeing that, like... These people did do something, even if it was small. So if you get riled up, you can do something, even if it's small, to make a difference, you know? Yeah. And also, like, I was... I've talked to, like, everybody about... Oh, I didn't do my disclaimer. Disclaimer, I'm definitely going to cry talking about it. Okay. It was very meaningful for for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can imagine. On, like, a personal note, it was really empowering and nice to see, like... Usually, Jewish people are represented by, like, Jewish people. Not to feed into that stereotype of, like, the media is Jewish. But, like, you know, we're just kind of in the movie. But, like, we did go to Hollywood. Like, a lot of Jewish people did go to Hollywood. Like, I learned yeah. about that in my mitzvah class and everything. Yeah. So, anyway, because we're, ta- like, telling stories. It's, like, how we'll keep our traditions alive, whatever, mm-hmm. which is universal. But, anyway. But it was really, um like liberating like it felt really good despite like hearing all the hatred which is very true and like they well no spoilers is still very true like all the hatred towards jewish people yeah like it was nice to hear it from like not solely jewish people like spike lee and the some of the screenwriters were jewish but like not everybody Mm -hmm. and it was just like empowering to like have the unification between groups yeah to be like because we deal with a lot of the same stuff but uh, we deal with it in different ways because, and they bring it up in the movie, like Jews can choose to either hide more easily than black people, even though we deal with a lot of the same hatred mm-hmm. or not, which is like why I bring up like, if you say like Jake Hall, I'd be like Jew, because I choose not to hide so much, mm-hmm. like in that way, like I try to embrace it, but like, you know, my, the older, ge- like, a generation before me, like, my parents were taught to, like, not talk about it, mm-hmm. which is, like, the time of this movie with the other lead, ca- the 
from Star Wars number two. Yeah. Kind of taught not to talk about it because mm. it's like scary because like people want to kill you, you. You never know. Yeah. So even in Hillsborough, where we live. Oh, yeah. Hillsborough I couldn't talk about it. It's right mm. with it's stuff true. like that. Yeah. When my best friend and I almost got, well, there was a group of people who were at my high school who were known to be like, I, they might have been too young to be inducted, but they're like kids of people in the KKK here. Mm. Mm. Yes. And they tried to drive us off the road once and it was so scary. Wow. Yeah, and we told the principal. She didn't want to, but I was like, well, we got to tell somebody. Yeah. Because, you know, you act with words, as they show in the movie, and they kind of act with violence a lot, which is why, like, it's not both sides are quite equal. Like, you can't just think what you want to think because some are violent and some aren't. But, yeah, so she didn't want to tell the principal because she was like, well, they're just going to, like, get us. It's like, well, we have to tell the principal, and he didn't do anything. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course I know. It's crazy. Yeah. But that's why this movie's so... Pa- this is like a personal note. I think the movie's the best movie like ever on relatively more objective scales, but on a personal note, it was very powerful Yeah. for me to see that displayed. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, that's good. I'm glad... Oh, yeah. I'm glad it did. Hit all the, the bullet Adam points. Driver. And I don't mind that Adam Driver's not Jewish, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> for the record. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is unfortunate. Like, a lot of the people I went to high school with, um, especially in that area, I feel like could yeah. easily be... Yeah, what youth, what people at your school thought of my school is what people at my school thought of his school. Yeah, very much. Oh, wow. Looking yeah. at, in, in, in retrospect, I mean, yeah. a lot of people, you could definitely group them in with a certain, in a certain category. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For Because they display the, it. It's not a yeah. judgment. It's not a... If it's displayed, it needs to be acknowledged yeah. for people's, like, safety. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Kaylee, uh, anything else Yeah, to follow add? that up. <laughs> well, ironically, my high school is kind of the opposite. Yeah. Like, I went to an affluent and actually pretty diverse high school, and we had a lot of, like, people from Asian areas and South America and so, like, growing up, I never thought, well, this also might be just because I was with Chloe all the time, but I just never yeah. realized that Jews, like, weren't really 100% in the white category. Yes, hello. Like, <laughs> like I don't categorize myself as white. <laughs> like, it took me a while to acknowledge that they have that, like, separate and complicated history that the majority of white people don't have. And so this movie was important, I think, to people like me who grew up in really progressive areas that kind of... Yeah. forget about that and, it's, and also, it's something we shouldn't forget about yeah and it's mm. also part of like like i said the generation before me to try to blend in to yeah. become safe is like a big part of that too yeah 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 i mean I, it's 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 very poignant in that way but he and, did and mean what you thought about the movie i think no i mean no just i was just anything to add but <laughs> that works yeah it's i i think it's I don't know. It's 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 what you said. It's I mean yeah. it's 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 so good and so strong because it's unifying. It's not like I don't know. I think the movie's driven a lot by like the feelings, the important feelings of like camaraderie and like mm. overcoming and like as a group, like being strong and just like you know being good is good, whatever. Yeah. As opposed to like, and I, I did like the kind of dynamics of. John David Washington's character with others and figuring out how to go about. Yeah. Because, like, you know, for him, it was, they said it's, like, it's a cause for you, but for this person or that person, it's 
more of a job or if it's and he grappled with that a lot too yeah or it's it's a motivation from something else that's causing or driving him to do it so it was yeah very well-rounded in that way yeah so good yeah and I thought it was interesting they had that secondary layer of the relationship between the police and the black community. And yes. How, yeah, there are a lot of Here things that it. are wrongfully done, and there are a lot of cops that are might as well be in the KKK. Yeah. But yeah. there are also black cops and other cops that are trying to just bring Fight justice. That, yeah. So it's a complicated issue. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it reminded me of a movie I saw at Sundance this year. Uh, what's that? He's, he's a character actor... Uh, Shoot, um, Head Headland, Garrett Headland. Yeah, he was. He's in, not a character actor. He just plays a brutish, like handsome man. Two of those things are fact. Okay. Two out of three. Well, anyways, <laughs> and uh, it's a. It was a movie about. I can't remember the name of it, but it's about Mudbound. A, no, no, oh, no. But he is in that too. Um, it's this true story about a guy who, uh, became or joined the KKK. But then it shows his life of, about. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with uh, that's it, right. Uh, dealing with getting to into a relationship with someone who does not feel that way at all. Yeah. But then her realizing his life. Oh, and it's, yeah, um, like and then him like the Bachelorette and Garrett. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's bound gosh. to happen. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> through that he leaves that society. Yeah, which can um, also and, happen. Which is the you know, and, and like Danny Rad said, and it did happen. You have yeah. to try. Yeah. Speaking of which, book recommendation, Small Great Things by Jodi Picoult came out this year, and it's a book about mm-hmm. a black nurse who gets sued by a KKK member over mm-hmm. something that happened to his son. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds And int- it's a really good book. Sounds interesting, yeah. Um, also, probably you can read this guy's book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> because I'm a, stick- I'm a stickler for accuracy, as we know. Uh-huh. And so I try not to, I disclaimer, this is not the most accurate. Well, okay. I think it's accurate in the ways that are important. I think because this movie has a message bigger than being like, this is a true story, so you should watch it. Because yeah. like crazy, right? So that's one thing when it's not accurate. I'm like, oh my God, roll my eyes. You're just making it up, right? Yeah. But this, they kind of did things. That, like they set it back six years prior to when it actually took place. Mm-hmm. That said... You know, he he went on TV and he still had his, like, uh, KKK membership card from 1978, which is when he did have it. And, like, he said the thing with the picture taking actually happened. Oh, like, wow. he said it's almost all true with, like, a flourish here and a flourish there. Yeah. But it's basically true. Yeah. Because he's been going around with Spike Lee talking about the... Talking. Because he hasn't been able to talk about it before. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm so glad he he found something. Which is another... He says an interesting point is that that he brought up was... He said, perhaps if I wasn't told to get rid of all of the information about this case, that David Duke wouldn't have the amount of power he has had. Yeah, because he ran Because he would have been discredited. He ran for political office after all of that happened. Yeah, and, and... so he's saying if the police would have let it be known a little more, people would have been like, well, you just got, obviously, what you said is not true <laughs> about being able to tell because of one is better than the other, whatever. Obviously, it was discredited, mm-hmm. in fact. So it's, the, it's so interesting. So much is, uh, it's just so so much is interesting. Jam packed. Oh my God. Yeah. It's one of those movies you can watch it a thousand times. If you I have thought the we tummy. just said we you know, couldn't. You yeah, said you not, couldn't. Not I can. Yeah. 
I mean, I thought it was super important to watch, but it was also harder to watch than I thought it would be. Right. Because I don't really know what I expected, but... Well, go ahead. Yeah. We talked about this in the card, too. Yeah. It just, like... I mean, I know that it's, like, a really serious issue, but it was also built as a comedy, so I just had mixed expectations. And it was funny, but it also was, like... It's, very real, and I just didn't like. I didn't expect to cry during it, but I did. Yeah, like Kaylee said, Imperium was easier for her to watch. I, I would, I would agree. Really? So yeah. So wait, wait. they it's, uh, obviously it, it was shown as a comedy, and I already said this to her, so sorry. But it's like I think that proves a point that a movie called Black Klansman can be thought of as funny to a lot of people. Not obviously not like ha 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 like hilarious, but like oh this could be funny because they're being. You know, they're making fun of clans people, right? Yeah. But in a more real sense, like, I didn't... I First of all, we've discussed Kaylee's movie knowledge, and mine are separate. So, like, mm-hmm. I knew a lot. I was like, oh, Spike Lee's going to go in hard because mm-hmm. he's Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have that beforehand knowledge. Yeah. But then also, I was like, if it's got the word clansman, it's not going to be that funny because, like, they want to kill well, would, people. At the Golden yeah. Globes... Is, oh, I would go. I would. Oh, I would tell. I would invent a teleport machine. I would roll up and I would punch. No, I wouldn't. I would, but I would. Is this comedy oh, in yeah, the same way that Get Out joking, is a comedy? He's saying if if this is a comedy because they put Get Out in the comedy category. Oh no no! Oh is it, my is, god! Is, oh, don't get, get out was not a comedy. Is, is it, is, is oh, this, yes, girl. Is this a, I don't. I agree. But is now you agree, and I'm here for no, it. No, I no. I said you it was categorized. <laughs> anyway. I, I don't think it out as a comedy. It's a That's horror good. film, but there are well, moments yeah. of. But anyways, we're not going to get into. Um, <laughs> is how would you categorize this? Can you? First of all, okay, low key. I'd is, put is it this in a, the is this a drama in the same way that Wolf of Wall Street is a drama to you? Yes. It is. But okay. also, I think that's a problem with categorizing movies. I think it literally puts them in boxes. I think it's yeah. unnecessary and limiting. And I'm, We're putting it in a box now. So I'm not putting it in a box. I don't think it'd be any genre. I think that's the beauty of it. I, I agree. It's universal in as many ways as possible. Yeah, you can't categorize it, really. So I wouldn't. But if I was going to do it, Golden Globes, I don't give a crap because nobody does. Uh-huh. Oscar, I only care about the SAG Awards, okay? Yes. Okay. Screen Actors Guild, but if, but <laughs> they can't see your face, but I can. <laughs> but if it was the Oscars, it it'd probably win the maybe the pop culture one, the new one. Oh God, so I'm good. here for it. Wait, I no, mean, it's most popular. Well, it should be popular. They didn't say in what way, you know. It's just gonna be the Marvel movies. I it's know. not gonna mm-hmm. be this. You never know. Maybe they'll but at least do Black Panther. I, but <laughs> yeah. I, I would say this would, is probably gonna it's could get a Best Picture. It I mean, better. Oh my yeah, god! I could see it. But I would really see it too. But also with the in terms of watchability, I think it is. It's almost in the, it's working in the same way that um, Mr. Rogers is yeah, now yeah. because it's just hits home so right. hard for various reasons that yeah. Maybe if it came out five, I mean, if it came out five years ago, it would still be relevant, but. Now especially, I think it's right. Both of both of these films have kind of hit right, yeah. but like, and also of course it, it depends on the universality. Is that a word? That's a word. Yeah, you got it. Universality of that because like perhaps you know for some people, no matter when this would come, no matter when this came out, it would be just as exactly pertinent. But the one of the beautiful things about this is it obviously creates because it probably you know because it comes from empathy, so it to a wider audience, it would just it's more effective. Yeah, which is good. 
obviously it's good timing. Yeah, and well, the, it was released on the anniversary of the yeah, exactly. Walk. Yeah, and the people in the movie, of course, re- reference this a lot too, which I think is it's just it was made intentionally, and I think they put a lot of intention into it. Like I've said, but when I say I can watch a million times, like I said, I mean I can always draw something new from it and be inspired by it. Not like which is good, yeah. I wanna eat ice cream and watch it. Yeah, after a long day at work. Yeah, exactly. Throw it on. <laughs> yeah, throw the, yeah, toss it in. <laughs> yeah. Also, the acting is amazing. Yes. I actually liked Topher Grace in this. How dare you? I, I love Topher Grace. I thought he was really good too. Yeah. What does this actually discredit Spire- him because he's uh, Eric? Spider Man Three. He's a. He's, he's pretty bad. Um, excuse me. He didn't have much to work with, uh, and he, I love Spider Man. He, he had a ton. Oh, I I love it too. That's I mean he's good in it. I thought he was fine. As far as it goes. Yeah. It was not a good movie, Tom okay? Hardy. It's a it's an okay movie. You can't compare Tom Hardy. It's the same character, but it's totally different. Totally different I, I li- thing. I, I liked some of that movie. Me too. His little walk down the street. Oh, that's, that's it's, the best it's part. It's the gift to all humankind, that people, walk. People right off that you know scene. You know what I'm talking about? No. I'll show you later. It's amazing. It's so funny. Yeah. it's And the thing is, people see it as like, it's they don't think it's supposed to be funny. I'm like, what else yeah, do you think it is? exactly. And you can set any Dumb. song to it. Yeah, it's just Have good. you seen I the Timothy like Chalamet Instagram account where no. he's built into famous artworks? Oh, no. Oh, I did see news posts about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even I have. I don't have an Instagram, but I saw it. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised that you saw it before me. Thank you. How, how's our Instagram going? Do you have an Instagram? Oh, we cut it off. I did it for like a week. And I said, when after my knee surgery, because I like couldn't do anything else. And it was really funny. But I was also like, oh, no wonder this is proven to be the worst Social media for mental health. I'm out. Oh, yeah. You get Instagram pick of me with my thumbs up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good. I think I... No, I got rid of it, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I follow also, you on Twitter. On Twitter? Oh. Oh, film. But I was like, I don't have that. Twitter like an old person. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't have that. Okay. I follow the film buds. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, follow us on, on Twitter if, if, if you don't. And, and rate us, please. Yeah, and rate us. I'm Whatever not ashamed like. to ask because yeah. nobody th- else is, and th- that's the only way people see you. I, th- I think recently we got some reviews, so. Nice. Yeah. Did they talk about my love life some more? Happens a lot. I don't think so. That was just the, the one-off. Talk about the, no. I think so. There were a couple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah here we go clickbait look at those reviews and mm. then do one yeah there are some good ones yeah. there are some, some ones. funny ones yes they put also a lot of the one where i embarrass myself that's a good one good that was a great our one. only one star yeah the rest are five that mother review <sighs> yeah <laughs> i'll have to go look at that i usually can't see them because i have android and i don't know how yeah. i like using uh, different apps see, to listen I, to it yeah see whatever yeah. yeah. Yo, I, I like the acting. I mean, Adam Driver is very good. I like he, John David Washington as I, well. Have you come around on Adam Driver yet? Because Kate and I were yeah. both out because he was so, at least for me, he was so okay. good. Usually I'm not taken into that trap, but he was so good on girls. I was like, oh, he's he, oh, he, he, is, he is good on that. I'm yeah. done, though. But then I saw him in a, in um the other movie, You Should Love, theoretically, Logan Lucky. Oh, mm. yeah. I was like, oh, heck yeah. yeah he's, and now he's, I'm super in for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always thought he was a good actor. I just didn't think he was like super attractive because a lot of people are just like really into him. And I'm like, oh, hmm. that's true. That's true. A lot of our friends are like into him. So maybe it's group polarization where they're like, yeah, I'm obsessed with him. And we're like, no. Yeah. So maybe it's group polarization. We'll blame it on that. But I like him. I have no preference, but or no, no opinion. You don't on like that. him? 
No, on his uh, whether he's hot or not. I don't. That doesn't re- really. We didn't say hot. He, we said attractive. They're very different. God. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to be human. Not objectifying. I don't. Him. I don't think he's ugly, <laughs> but. I mean, he's, you, he's fine looking. You see what I mean? So much to learn. <laughs> okay, I have a weird comment on something else, though. So I was Ooh. watching the woman that plays Patrice, and I was like, have I seen her in something before? Like, she just looks yeah. so familiar to me. And then, this is going to sound weird, but I realized that her facial structure looks exactly like Amelia Clark, and you should look it up yes! if you don't believe me. I do believe you, because I saw the same thing. I was like, oh my god. And then I was like, wait. It's just because she legitimately does. Yeah, the same mm. facial like structure. Yeah, does, yeah. It's true. But she has been in some stuff. There was one thing I was like, oh, you were in that? I, I didn't watch that. That was... Because <laughs> I, really I really liked her, right? So I was like, yeah. Huh. But yeah. Also, my mom wanted to see every Tiffany Haddish preview that came on before oh, she was the in, movie. Oh, she was in Spider-Man Homecoming. That's what it was. And I was like, I didn't see that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. did she play? Uh, the... Uh, like Mary Jane character. She was Liz. Who was, uh, what's her name? Zendaya. Some, a, this nerd kid. Oh, I thought Zendaya was like supposed to be Mary J- MJ. Is MJ not the big one in this series? No, Mary Jane is the I don't know crap one. about. She, oh, really? No, so oh, Liz is, uh, is. Is the, that the blonde lady who took pictures in the in the Topher Grace one? No. Oh, I don't think I so. I quit. I hate talking about superhero movies because I'm so out of my depth. There are just too many Spider-Man movies. Yeah, just stick with the same. Kaylee loves Andrew Garfield. Don't you? You ready for it? You I ready for it? Jew. <laughs> <laughs> he's attractive. Yeah. I know he's not the best actor, but I think he's good. I like him a lot. I, I liked him in uh, the Social Network and mm-hmm. Silence a lot, especially. Yeah, he was really good in Silence. Yeah. Man. Anyway, I'm trying to think of what else there's to say about this movie, but. It's just so, like I said, there's good just soundtrack. so much to say. Yeah, good soundtrack. Yeah, I actually <laughs> loved the music when it came in and out. I really liked. James Brown. Yeah, well, yikes. But anyway. What's up? Nothing. What's up? No, say it. No, I, I shan't. Get, get it out. No, nope, people can look it up. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Henry, it's important. Didn't say it. You wouldn't support a, a painting that was made in, like, the blood of a cat. You know? <laughs> well. Kate was like, wow, that was intense. But it's true. That's. What if Dana Radcliffe made it? Made the artwork? Yeah, the he blood wouldn't. of a cat. He wouldn't. What if he did? He wouldn't. What if he, what if. <laughs> he what wouldn't. If, he didn't even do Equus with a real horse. So we're what, done. What if this was mm. like. Um, he wouldn't do it. It, during Imperium, he was in such a dark place. He's he like, them. I got to do a blood of a cat painting. <laughs> but he wasn't because he was like, yeah, I'm standing up for my people and also the good in all humanity. So I don't feel bad. <laughs> Topher Grace, did, I watched an interview him talking about his time getting into the role of David Duke and everything. And he was literally like on the verge of tears the whole time. He was like, it was uh, the worst, darkest why? time of my life. I like, can imagine. He was crying. He was like, and I've been told my whole career, no matter what the sincerity of the, or uh, not sincerity, that's not this kind of meaning, because comedies are important too. Like, you know what I mean? The, the, I'll say gravity again. Weight? I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah, gravity, same thing. <laughs> the weight of the role, like yeah. you have to find something to identify with the yeah. character. Well, the- and he's mm-hmm. like, and I just couldn't, and I just hated every second of it. And he was like, uh, Spike Lee was like, oh, no. Ron was like, and you did it so well when I was watching you. Sometimes I like I thought it was him. Like it's exactly what he sounded like. Whatever, and mm-hmm. he and Spike Lee was like, yeah, that's the worst 
compliment you've ever gotten. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Well, it's almost in the way that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio with Django Unchained. Yeah, exactly. He, he did not want to play that character. Yeah, exactly. And so, but he felt. But Tarant- yeah, and Tarantino yeah. also kind of convinced him. So Exactly. Topher Grace was like, I wouldn't do it for anybody. But definitely wouldn't be fun. Spike Lee. But, no. You know. No. Just got awful. And he's still kicking and everything. It's just weird. Yeah. Very odd. Yeah. But here we go. World goes on. It's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was the other good thing about his portrayal is they demonstrated why he's so creepy. Because when you watched it, at least when I watched it, I'm like, obviously, you know the backstory. So you're like, oh, you're a terrible, horrible, person. indisputably horrible person. Right? Because you want harm to other people. But also, like, I could talk to you on the phone. <laughs> have a little. Do you know what I mean? Have a little chat. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, you know what I mean. Facebook conversation. You know what I mean. Yes. I'm over it. That's like his, that's the thing with most people like that. Yeah. That's why they think, are accomplished. Do you think David Duke would ever watch that movie? He did watch it. He did? He did. There was I a whole convo about it. I figured he might because he's like an egomaniac, Yes, I'm he sure. said. He said he respects Spike Lee but does not appreciate how he is portrayed. Mm. Really? And I said, you respect who? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like they could have portrayed, portrayed him even worse if they wanted to. Well, yeah, but that's like I'm saying. I think they highlighted how normal he could seem yeah. intentionally, you know? because And also, that's how Ronte did act. Well, yeah, and there's even a character like that in the other movie. Yeah, in Imperium. Yeah. Yeah, Sam from, uh, from True Blood. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, you can never talk about this movie enough. It's yeah. It's, check it out if you, I if you haven't it yet. I respect it on a very personal and also as objective as possible way. That wasn't a sentence, but you know what I mean. Overcome, yeah. just crying the whole. Oh wait! Before we move on, can we go back? The moment where I really lost my mind was Harry Belafonte. Oh yeah. Oh my God! I mean, obviously you're sobbing because of the story he's telling, but also, oh, think about the way they filmed that was such. Like I said, intention. It's so powerful. Yeah. Ugh. I'm telling you, Spike Lee's a genius. He's the man. Yeah. Genius. Actual. Yeah. Well, are, are you all fans of his usually? Or have you seen many of his I haven't movies? seen any of his other stuff. I think I've seen, I won't say I've seen everything because I probably haven't. I've seen, a, I think, the, the vast majority, though. I loved she a lot. Yeah. I do really like his movies. This is totally on another level for me, though. Mm-hmm. Because, again, probably I'm sure part of it is just, like, my life experience allows me to tap into this more. But, no, I always like him. He's always creative, interesting, does things that do matter, but in a in a very entertaining way, which is yeah. the biggest accomplishment of all. Although, old boy, the remake is well, pretty... Well, leave it alone, ooh. Henry. Everybody has something. Yeah. And then, I wore an orange vest every day for a year. We all have something. Yikes. I don't mind. Okay. Mary makes fun of me for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he did Inside Man as well, which is a cool genre movie with Clive Owen. It's so sweet, the whole kind of Washington Lee legacy. I'm so here for it. Like, he was like, his whole life I knew he'd be able to do this Mm -hmm. movie. I said, oh, my God, this is so cute. Because, you know, Denzel Washington's like four, maybe, more of Spike Lee's movies. And I'm so proud of myself for not calling him Spike Jones this whole time because I always do that. But anyway, yeah. And he was like, I didn't even make him read. I knew he'd be perfect for it. Mm -hmm. So, oh my God, yeah. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. He, uh, he rocks. Keep it moving before I keep talking. Okay. I just love it. Well, I guess we can wrap it up. Star ratings. <gasps> Kaylee, you go first. Out of five or out of a hundred? Out of five. What? Out of I 100? heard you do one out of a hundred one well, time. Well, Rotten Tomatoes is out of a hundred. No. I never did have a hundred. Well, I might have said a hundred. You were like 87 one time. Out of ten. 
or five out of five. Eighty-seven out of five, I go to a lot. You liked it eighty-seven likes out of five licks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> out of five stars, we'll keep it simple. It's five stars. Yeah. Uh, or this is hard. Live your life. I mean, I think it's like you can break it down, Kaylee. You can do four stars for this, two stars for this. In terms of like, would I watch it again? Like three point five. But in terms of good. impact and importance, five. How about how it was done? How it was done? It was creative. I'd say like four point five. I didn't like that one character. Yeah. Yeah, and there were some parts in the middle that were kind of slow, but. I thought the pace was really good, too. I did. But to be fair, I said to myself at one point, wow, the pace was really good, which kind of detracts from how good the pace might have been. But it was still really yeah. good. Yeah, it, it, is, good. it is a little long. It's like two hours and 15 minutes. But I think for the most part, it it flows pretty well. Yeah. But All right, well, I guess it's live five for me, I think. So. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. Live five. Yeah. <laughs> what was yours? For me, it's just like. And I. An 87 out of 5. Yeah. Whatever this is. Chloe's holding up her hands like she's preaching to... <laughs> Poor word choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, maybe not that, but... Uh, just, yeah. Uh, heartful. Heartful. Good. Mm. Okay. Well, and get... fire in the tummy, which is good, too. Fire in the tummy. Everything. <laughs> Every, like, the, like the ideal version of... Um, what's that game? Where you take the tweezers? Operation. <laughs> okay. It's where you don't make any mistakes? No, no. No, no buzzes? No, just like something nice everywhere in that game. Okay. Just go with it. All right. I really like okay. it. I guess we can move on to our retro review of Imperium. Here's a clip, so take a listen. And yeah, so take a listen. You seem like you got a bit more going on than most around here. You remember Oklahoma City? Well, yeah, I guess I was five, but sure. What do you know about Timothy McVeigh? Uh, he was some kind of lone extremist in a militia. Don't be an Questions you don't know the answers to here. <laughs> Timothy McVeigh was a decorated Gulf War veteran. He was not insane. He was not a lunatic. And he was not stupid. He was a white supremacist following a plan. What plan? A plan from a book called The Turner Diaries. It's about a race war to exterminate blacks, Jews, and mud people. You know how the war gets started? The hero drives a truck bomb into a federal building. Timothy McVeigh was reenacting that scene from the Turner Diaries. He was carrying the book with him when he was arrested. What he was trying to do was start the race war. You're focused on the Islamic guys. I get it. We all create a narrative based on what we think is important. We see what we want to see. But just because you're not looking at something, doesn't mean it's not there. All right. Imperium was released in 2016 and stars Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Jacob Radcliffe. Tony Collette, Tr- Tr- Tracy Letts, oh Sam Trammell, June 1981. <laughs> Chris Sullivan, Nestor Carbonell. Yeah, everybody loves Nestor Carbonell. Everybody loves his eyelashes. Oh. Have you seen? He's the one with the amazing eyelashes. I didn't really take notice of that. Are you? Ju- you must have. No. Everybody does. The first thing everyone says about Nestor Carbonell when they watch it is like, dang, his eyelashes? Yes. Yeah, 
Everybody. Eyeliner guy. She she does not know who Nestor Carbonell is, but she knows what I'm talking about because of his eyelashes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Also, Maybe women guy. notice more because they can tell if no, my eyeliner versus not. No, so he was in baseball. Fair enough, we're talking about Dr. Strauss here who blends all kind of, you know, he's just otherworldly amazing. Well, he's just a very observant man. He is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But because he, that's what happened. I was in Bates Motel, which my dad and I watched together. It's like our guilty pleasure show. And like every episode, my dad would remake me look up to check to see if he has some kind of like extensions, like <laughs> condition. <laughs> no, Mary has that. He probably has what Mary has that Elizabeth Taylor had the two layers of eye- eyelashes. Oh, yeah. Jealous. Yeah, I know. Mm. Oh, and it's. No, because Mary got made fun of. You know, what? like, you know how you got made fun of for supposedly wearing makeup when you didn't because yeah. you have rosacea? Mary did because people insisted, look, people, girls are sad, sad people will find anything they can if to girls, I, I somebody else. Bullying if is, girls find that you're, like, naturally overly pretty in some way, they'll be like, oh, my God, you tried too hard. Yeah, like, Mary, yeah. they insisted she wore mascara when we were in, like, second grade. And then women, like, grown women, too, would, like, get on Amy. They'd be like, how could uh, you let your kid? But she didn't, obviously. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's it's directed also one by- time. Okay, so Oprah and Gail came to Chapel Hill for whatever reason. I missed that. And, no, this was like a long time ago. I don't remember why, but they, but Gail was wearing a Duke shirt in Chapel Hill because I guess they were doing a little tour or something. And Amy gave her the mayor's mom, the coolest lady. After, of course. Well, she's really cool is the point. So anyway. Okay. So she gave her her shirt off her back and was like, you can't wear that here. Here's huh. another shirt, right? And so it was brought up and on on Oprah or whatever the show they had together. They went, and thank you to Amy Andrews, Aww. which is not her last name, mm. which is really funny. Yeah. To me. It didn't fly so well. Sorry. Huh. Okay. So the movie is directed <laughs> by Daniel Ragusis. First time. First time director. Yeah. It felt, it kind of felt like it. And it's the plot <laughs> synopsis is a young FBI agent eager to prove himself in the field goes undercover as a white supremacist. Yeah, this was filmed in Atlanta, and I was still like in school, but I was like, "Mama, can we go to Atlanta, please, so I can track down Danny Rad?" Huh. Which I didn't do. Yeah, it definitely definitely feels like. But I that. still, he still has to hug me. Yeah. So just in case no one's been listening to the show, it hasn't been mentioned in a while, but. I he met did. and he had did. quite a moment with Daniel Radcliffe. He did, in fact, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, wait, look what I brought. I brought a little, brought a little Danny oh, Rad gosh. in my pocket for support because I knew it was going to be an intense show. Yeah. Is What's the name of the, that brand? That's. If we don't get the sponsor, I'm not mentioning it. We can unless you unless you oh, say true. it. Oh, true. I can't remember. That's why I said that. Okay, yeah. What's she, it called? You remember? I just asked you. Funk, <laughs> Funko Pop. Okay. It's a little Funko Pop a Danny Funko Rad. Pop, yeah. It's Harry Potter, actually, but... Same thing, you know? It'd be yeah. weird to have just a Daniel Radcliffe one. Yeah. <laughs> That'll probably happen at some point, though. I'm sure it has. Maybe if we do get... Uh, An Equus one would be really weird. A sponsor, maybe you can you can ask them to do it. <laughs> now I know what to get her for Christmas. Yeah. Slash Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah. Good correction. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that, well, this one kind of... Kind of came Under the lived. radar, yeah. It was... Just Amazon, I think. Because I think I paid for it on Amazon, which Loki I wouldn't do anymore. Really? Because you of don't my have beliefs. Prime? I do. No, before. When it oh, came before. out. It came out on, I don't, th- it might have gotten limited release, but it definitely wasn't wide release. But I was so here for the movie. I was like, so ready. So I obviously, the guy is from This Is Us. Did you recognize him? 
Which guy? The guy, the bald guy with the beard. The terrible guy. Oh, I recognize him from somewhere. I honestly was like, is he from Game of Thrones? But I think the beard threw me off. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, wait. I might be thinking of a different guy. No, I think that is the same guy. Yeah. I knew I'd seen him before. Yeah, it's from This Is Us. You don't watch that show, right? No. It's a good good show. My mom is so into that show. It's a good show. Team Jack for life. Not that they're really teams, but some people don't like Jack. I do. Yeah. Really? See yeah. this? What? I haven't watched all of it though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, well, this one, I mean, in comparison to Black Klansman, is much more of a straightforward. Yeah. It's more of a, like just a thriller. It's not really. It doesn't really bring up that many issues. That I mean, it's it's in a, it's in a world that's that or that's it's tackling things that are relevant, but it, it doesn't really do much with it. I, I don't think. But it also is well, like set. In modern times. It is, yes, which I think exactly. is so cool. It's also based on an actual experience yeah. of an FBI agent who co-wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who did all of this. Yeah. I thought German. it was really good. Yeah. I thought it was great. Oh, Gemma and I loved it. Mm. I thought it was so... You disagree, I guess, but I thought it was no, really... No, I, I, I like I thought the movie. It was, I, I thought it was really well executed. I thought it was really tight. I, I, I agree, agree with that, but I don't know if it takes as many risks or the makes it as memorable as something like Black Klansman. Yeah. I, I think, I think it, it, it feels a little bit more generic in terms of the structure and story. But yeah. I will say that's like Spike Lee and even Jordan Peele at this point have style like grown their stylistic ability. Like they're all yeah. quote unquote allowed to now because they kinda for a first feature, this is kind of I think it's really impressive well, sure, to yeah. make that decision. Sure, yeah. That is not like, you know. I mean, it's. I'm not saying it's flat, on, and I mean, I like the movie a good bit. I'm just saying it. It's a little forgettable, and it just as because it is feels much more just like a thriller, like the kind of fish out of water, and it kind of hits certain beats that are very familiar. Well, which uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying it. It doesn't do as much as I would hope it would. Or well, I hoped it would. I feel like Spike Lee's movie had to do more because the style and the timing made it seem a little bit removed. Definitely. So that's why they kind yeah. of... That's a good point. They did some things to really make sure that they connected it to the here and now, but this movie was already so, like, realistic and set in, like... I'm guessing it was set around... The time, yeah. 2014, 2016 time period. So yeah. it was a little more, like, accessible and less of a reach to make it apply to... Right, that's life. fair. Yeah. And I think... I think it's easy to take for granted perhaps like our personal knowledge of a situation because like I like we kind of hit on with the with Black Klansman like when you have this idea of like KKK a lot of people are like oh they're going to be like the dumb just like clearly obviously racist yeah whatever people who like spit at people in the street and stuff which they didn't not do in this movie, some of them. But like yeah. I said, they showed, like Black Lantern, they show the different levels. So like, yeah. this movie did have an important point, I think. It's like, what? how to describe that point, I'm not really sure, without sounding like scary. <laughs> it could be anyone, but that's not really it. It's more like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't well, know how I think to describe it, that point. It did a little more to explore like the different sides of the clan and people related to the clan. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like there were, like, three different categories yeah. of people almost. Like, there mm-hmm. was, like, the gang-type people, the people that seem like normal civilians, but they're yeah. really not. And then there were, like, the super religious people, yeah. which, like, are different from the and I also, gang-like I ones. also liked that it was able to bring in the kind of media era. Yeah. That kind of weird offshoot that I didn't actually really know that much about. Obviously, the news is, like, a huge topic of conversation now, like, on the news, because it has to be. But, like, in this, I didn't really know about that kind of stuff. Like, I knew who Rush Limbaugh was, Mm -hmm. is, but I didn't know about all these, like, weird, no, I didn't know about all these, like, yeah, I can say weird, they're terrible people. All these, like, offshoots, these, like, creepy offshoots of people and, like, the dark web who, like, talk about, it's, like, so Yeah, and that's, like, a whole other category. It's, like, the people that are just active on the web and, like, you would never know in their real life. And then I think it was also interesting they showed, like, a young person being indoctrinated The guy it. from 13 Reasons. This guy. I get it because, like, I've thought about this, which is weird to think about. But, like, if you're offered a part in a horror movie and then another horror movie, you don't want to be typed as, like, oh, you're in horror movies. But also, like, I want, like, you want to be an actor. So, like, you should yeah. take them. But this guy's really digging himself into a hole. Yeah. <laughs> 13 Reasons Why in this. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I appreciate what it does and I, I mean I, I enjoy the movie I, I'm never bored when I'm watching it I just it I don't it doesn't feel as complex as I think it could be um, I mean I, I, I mean I, I like I like certain instant like moments where uh, he's forced to do things that are unlike him like when he's in the parade yeah and he, yeah. he yells at his friend yeah you know and because really he has to yeah. to keep that cover but I mean I Again, it just feels a little too familiar in terms of the the character beats and the um, how things develop. It just you know he he has to he's almost caught then he's not. But it, it is it, based it, on what actually happened though. Like the guy I, I, helped I, write the script. I mean, I that's fine, but that doesn't mean that it's going to not feel like a bunch of other thrillers where there's a fish out of water type scenario where someone is uh, undercover as someone who who they're not. I mean, if it, it happened exactly like that, that doesn't mean it's a good movie. I, I think it is a good movie, but I'm saying just because you tell the story how it is doesn't mean it's, oh, it, right. that, we, we can't criticize it for that. But then. with a movie like this, is that is supposed to be imparted teaching tool, I'd rather have it be accurate and a little slightly less exciting or whatever. Sure. I mean, but I, mean, I, I think just, I mean, just like stylistically or, or through the, the direction or writing, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't do as much as I would like it to, or as I think it could, with a, with a a concept and a world that they're tackling. That's all. I mean, I, I still think it's a really solid, kind of underrated movie. I, I just don't think it's as memorable as um, something like this could be. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing glaringly wrong with it. I Except mean, it's, for Danny Rad's look. I love you so. I just want to take a moment to be like, Danny Radcliffe, you are my hero, and I'm obsessed with you in every way. But his accent is not great. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just off. true. It's a tad off. Every time he plays an American, it's just a little off. But you know what? That's fine. You live your life. Yeah, sounds like he has peanut butter on his gums yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it is just kind of a tight thriller. You know who did have a good accent? Tony Collette. Oh yeah, yeah, what and she, she's always she's always great. Yeah, 
She's the lady. Oh. <laughs> Don't you hate when you can say that in a movie? She's the lady. Mm-hmm. But yeah. obviously in this kind of movie, it's more understandable because like it's based on actual situations and blah, 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 blah. Same mm-hmm. thing with Black Klansman. They did what they could. Yeah. Given the circumstances to be as feminist as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's a cool film that, I mean, does, I mean, it does feel relevant. Of course, especially yeah, now. Yeah, it is relevant. Well, always. That's the point of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has weight. And yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, it's, it is just a little, at, at times, a little too safe in, in how it's tackling certain things. But yeah. And, and I mean, it, just at the end, I feel like when it wraps up, I don't know what what new it's showing like it's it's just kind of a, a typical um catch the bad guys resolution and by the end i'm like it's like it was entertaining but i, I don't think it's bringing anything new to the table really uh, other than I essentially mean, taking that type of undercover character and putting it in that world with with uh, neo-nazis and, well it's not that world it's the world i think it's yeah, how you well, nominate no, I mean, that, 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 group, that group of people i mean I think it's how you how you nominate to qualify movies, though. Like, I think this kind of movie is really important, and if it's I, well I done, agree. then all the better. But I'm not going to dismiss it because it's not the most, quote-unquote, exciting thing on the screen. I think it's worth showing and looking into in, like, an accessible way because, fortunately, a lot of us can't, mm-hmm. which, and I think we're kind of jaded, as like we've talked about before, as far as movies. Like, you wanted American Animal. I'm not, like, disparaging your opinion, but I'm just using a reference. Like, you thought American Animals was boring, too, but this is what actually happened to these guys, and I think, like, these are huge situations that can come across small on screen only because of the culture we live in now where like everything has to be all or yeah. it's not relevant yeah you know? I, but, I mean I, I definitely don't dismiss it and i don't think american animals is boring i just thought you, there are certain stretches where the pacing you said fell off a little bit that's you all said that i, I like the, the movie you said that the scene was not you were like these guys didn't really do that much but like yeah you did you did we can go back and listen you were saying that it wasn't bombastic enough basically nope i didn't say that you didn't I, use the word I, bombastic, no, but I, I, you I, did. No, I said at times, tonally, it got almost too serious for yes. what it felt like was... Happened. And, and after a while, the pacing yes. of that got just a little yes, tiring. But in terms of what, running time, even. I, I understand why they did it, but that doesn't mean viewing it just as a... You said they took cin- it too seriously, watcher. but what I said was that at least... At the very least, five lives were completely yes. demolished, and that is important. I agree. And yeah. it was a, in a violent way, and it was yeah. But it's almost in the way that like you, how you criticize Leave No Trace, where you're like, if you're not going to do, if you're if you're not going to tackle it really deep, that's the details. They that movie was not in the details. That's what I'm saying. It's like if it's not as much in the details as something like Black Klansman or something similar to that in that genre. That's all I'm saying. It just, it feels um, like it, it does have less weight thematically and and it's just not bringing as much new or inspired material as I think others have or could. Right. Well, That's what all. I, what I thought about Leave No Trace was that it was on the border of um, exploitation. Sure. Which, I mean, I definitely don't think this is, but... Um, I 
just I, I think it, it coasts along well and, or it plays well. I just don't think I was left thinking about as much by the end as right, I think, that's fair, as I think but there's yeah. um, as a, as a uh, film dealing with that issue could like the Sundance film. I saw the Garrett Hedlund one that definitely left me thinking about it more. I know you all haven't seen it, but like in comparison to this, it felt more just like a somewhat conventional thriller with a somewhat added underlying message that didn't do as much as I would like. I kind of thought it was more straightforward in some ways because Black Klansman kind of tried to throw in like comedy, comedy romance, yeah. satire, like yeah. all layered over the actual story. And so that's why like when they really hit you with the serious stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, like this is so overwhelming. Like yeah. your emotions are all over the place. And this one was a little more straightforward. Like this is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a thriller. So it was easier for me to more watch. Accessible. Yeah. yeah. And I just like... I just felt like there were times in Black Klansman where I was kind of like, what's going on? It's kind of slow because they would cut into like the romance scenes and like scenes that were just comedy and didn't really have to do with the theme. And this one was just straightforward. Yeah. And I mean, I, and with like in terms of American Animals, I think that movie has more weight to it than, you know, other heist movies that, you know, like the Ocean series or something. But I think that and with Imperium, it is much more serious, which is fine. But I think what Black Klansman does with tonal shifts and complexity that I, I don't think Imperium fully has, which is yeah. fine. I mean, it doesn't need to be perfect. I'm just, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's like a best of the year or, yeah, um, I agree. Film that is going to be, I mean, fortunately, what came out 2016, pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to have as much staying power as something like black Klansman or others. Similar to yeah, it. I don't disagree, but I don't think that makes it. You know, that's fine. I just think it's. it's I think just think it's somewhat flawed, but still very solid. And I appreciate what they're showing, regardless. Even if it was a terrible movie, it's still worth making a movie about. Yeah, like this. I yeah. mean, as long as it's not exploitative in a bad way. So yeah, yeah, that's all. Who you wants know. some more Danny Rad facts? <laughs> he had a, he uh, was a poet for a while. He released a series of poems under like, the pseudonym Jacob Gershwin. Who's like James uh, Franco? Correct. Oh, what was James Franco's another dream? What was James Franco's name? Crap. Wait, which one was he did write under pseudonyms? But I can't remember which was which was what. Mm. Was was Palo Alto under a pseudonym? Don't think so. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Oh, I watched that. Wait, wait, is that the one there was a movie? No, I watched different one. Sorry. I, one? I watched uh, the Adderall Diaries a while back. Oh, heavens. Me too. Well, it wasn't great. <gasps> uh, Timothy Chalamet's in Timmy's in it. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> That's why I watched. I was like, wow. Because I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And then I was thinking about it more and more like, okay, okay, okay. Why would I watch this? Why would I watch? <gasps> that's why I watched it. See, I, Timmy is when in I it. saw that. And oh, yeah. He, and he came up. I was like, I can't imagine what must be going through close head <gasps> when this happened. I was D-E-D. <laughs> oh, my God. It spells dead, but in a more comedic way, Henry. Henry looked like he was trying to spell it. Did you see that? <laughs> you, should, you should tell the listeners about that joke I made in the New York subway. Which one? About Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> it wasn't even a joke. It was completely <laughs> intentional. Wait, you tell it. Well, basically, 
<laughs> we went to visit the third member of our little trio, yes, Allison. Allison. And <laughs> we went up to New York. We were in the subway. And I like to joke with Chloe because I originally thought Timothy Chalamet was literally like No, 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 she's going to spoil the story. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so Kaylee Chloe kept, the story. during the trip, she kept like seeing people on, I guess, posters and stuff like that. And she'd yeah. be like, oh my God, Stephen Colbert. And I'd be yeah. like, what? And she'd be like, on the poster. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Wow. I just got excited to be there. Kaylee, then, this one I saw Army Hammer. Yeah, so she did actually meet Army Hammer intentionally. And then <laughs> after that, we were in the subway waiting for this train that, like, didn't come for, like, half an hour. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that person right there, that's, like, a no, poor you man's said, Timothy oh my Chalamet. God. Let like, me tell look. you. No, no, you said the poor man's Army Hammer of this other guy. Oh, maybe and I did. Then, I about and that. then Kaylee went, Chloe, look, it's Timothy Chalamet. And it was, like, an 11-year-old boy. <laughs> and I said, what the heck? I was like, that is so rude. I said, this guy look like him. look like Yeah, him. I said, you are so rude. And I said, and then I don't remember quite how it arose. Oh, maybe I was like, oh, yeah, I said this one's a child. And Kaylee was like, yeah, Timothy Chalamet is only 15. I said, excuse me? This whole time, Kaylee has thought that I've been talking about marrying a 15-year-old, mm. which is very odd and very funny. But, like, obviously, she believes in me, I guess, in a weird... Yeah. How old I don't know how to frame that well. He's 22. He's my age. Okay. His birthday is in December or something. Okay. That's TMI. I know. He's not Daniel Radcliffe, who's like, you can know everything about him and it's not weird. I don't know if it's that right? weird to know his birthday. Thank month. you. <laughs> I think his birthday is like December 24th. Okay. Which is funny for, a, you know, person of my tribe. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was really funny. That was... She thought Timothy Chalamet... Who Allie calls Timothy Chowmain, which is rude. Charlemagne. Charlemagne? <laughs> yeah. You can do so many things. Yeah. <laughs> Wordplay. Yeah. Okay, well, should we anything else to say about Imperium before we move 87. on? Okay. 87. Okay. That's, kind of, that's the new regular for you. 87. If it's dope, I'm gonna give an 87 out of five. <laughs> we've been lacking the million, the 80 million, you know, five hundred thousand. One stars, you know. Daniel Radcliffe and his work and what he nominates to do and also asking me if he could give me a hug. He gets like mm. a 72 trillion and a half and a great hot chocolate I feel, I feel and I'm like, obsessed with him. I feel like I haven't seen him in much recently though. I mean, uh-huh. not that it's a bad thing, but I feel like he's kind of been absent a little bit. How dare you? What are you talking about? What's he been in? Um, The best movie of all time, for instance. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, okay. Swiss Must Army Man? That was like two years ago. Shut up. <laughs> Let me see. He was in... Uh, well, first of all, he's supposed to... Supposedly, he's been filming a TV series where he plays a fallen angel in the state, in California. Okay. So, that's been happening. But, uh... Maybe he's just chilling. He did, taking a he break. He does so much work. He, had to, he saved that person who got stabbed. You ever hear about this? There was someone no. who got like mugged and stabbed. I don't don't quote me, but okay. basically someone was assaulted physically for for legal tender. And Daniel Radcliffe ran over and he was like, "Don't worry, I'll call the police." Stop he was this. like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, good for him. I know. And then everyone was like, "Oh my god, is that Daniel Radcliffe?" And he was like, "Yeah." It's like when Ryan Gosling <laughs> saved that woman's life from a car. That yeah, and then um, <laughs> Brendan Cumberbatch did it too. Mm. He was in... Sounds oh, he's like got a, a coincidence to me. I think someone's making money setting up these situations. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What? Somebody got 
stabbed. Maybe, maybe this is wrong a, with you. Maybe, maybe this is an actress thing now no. that a few people have done it. They're yeah, gonna it start, was a fake knife. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's they're going to getting into to, situations where they can. It's a show coming to TBS called Miracle Workers, which is hilarious, with Steve Buscemi and Danny Radcliffe, the two main characters. Oh, my gosh. I'm so fun. here for it. He was, oh, that's right. He was in Beast of Burden, which is on Amazon Prime that I also watched, and it's really good, and you should watch was it. Was it actually? Like genuinely, or is look, it Daniel Radcliffe? Good? Look, I've said this before. Asking the right question. I can't mm. deny my bias. It's just gonna be there. I'm so blind to it because I'm so I just love so much. Mm-hmm. But I think it was good. Gemma okay. and I enjoyed it. It's called Lisa right. Burden's right, on Amazon Prime. Move this to Picks of the Week, even though I haven't watched it in a hot minute. Apparently, he's been doing Robot Chicken. Oh, Jungle, which is also on That's Amazon right. Prime. That's dope too. Mm. Man, that it. I would say Jungle. As much as I hate Amazon, they love them some Danny Rad, and so do I. I would say Jungle, in the way that that's done, feels very similar to how Imperium is done in terms of tackling issues. That's true. So good. Oh, my God. Well, okay. And then he was in, um, obviously, he was in the play I saw for, like, a while, because that's how plays work. Right. Um, That's That's enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's been in a lot. He's been in several things a year, so I wouldn't say he's slowing down. Chloe, any news yet going on? Okay, so... Not much, not much this week. So this is really funny. So you know how I usually make my little news thing in preparation for this yeah. recently? Um, but I low-key forgot to do it. Okay. So the only thing I have on my notes for news is in all caps, Evan Peters is 31. Shook. I thought he was like 22. Yeah, he does. No, I seem, thought he was 25. He does look He's like, in his 30s? That's freaky deaky. He's older than my sister? Oh my God. Like, yeah, Not that my sister's ancient, but he it's weird. Look, yeah, he does look you young, know who he is? younger. American Horror Story? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Shook. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we were all talking about that, weren't we? American Horror Story? Because I feel Abby like I was talked like, about it with like three people yes, this week. I don't know why. Too, I don't really care about it. Kay- okay, well, I really want to be able to watch it. It's like Hannibal, the TV series with Hugh Dancy. Yeah. I really want to be. Good show. Um, well, yeah. I really want to be able to watch it, but I just can't. You just can't. I'm too like. Too scared, creepy yeah. for you. It's just, no, it just makes me sad. I don't really get scared very much. You can attest to that. I don't really yeah. get scared. Except I- roller coasters. Uh, yeah, because I get scared they're going to break. I'm enjoying the event. <laughs> I enjoy the wind in my face. I love it. If I was, like, told by some, some like, a magical being that was like, don't worry, you won't die, then I would love it and do it all the time. But I'm like, this machine is creaking. I'm not here for it. Okay. So, yeah. But anyway, I get sad. I don't really get scared. How, what makes you sad? About like everything. Okay, okay, if you watch like basically everything. <laughs> okay, so okay, so if you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you would feel sad during yeah. that. That would be like a melancholy drama. <laughs> I'd be, I would, I'd be. First of all, I'm upset that those kinds of movies get made, which okay. I know seems a little like maybe uppity of me, but I it really upsets me on a deep level that that's like a genre. Mm-hmm. Number one. I mean, I kind of agree, but at the same time, anything that can be a genre is gonna be made. I know, but I just don't like. Okay, that what it about is. what about stuff in Psycho, like the, the yeah? That's scene. why it's so that, good because it's no, that doesn't. Well, okay, look, it's really sad. She's where's the yes. line? The whole thing upsets me on a deeper level because you feel bad for. Well, that's a good example because the reason that movie's so unbelievable is because you feel a lot of sympathy. Hopefully, not too much empathy for the character, all the characters, but yeah. And that's down to the performances as well. Yeah, it just makes me sad. That one I can watch, though. I love Psycho. Okay. 
Good to know. Again, not like going to eat ice cream and watch it, but I do. I've really done. Like I've d- it. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> well. Something like that. Something um, like that. <laughs> oh yeah. I've only done it once this Care. time. I'm trying to look up news now. I don't have any news. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, not much news this week, I don't think. Oh, we didn't talk about Boy Erased, that new uh, movie about gay conversion with, um, oh. with, what did you, what did you guys call the people I like, but who happen to be young and male? Young Starlets? Young Starlets, yeah. What's oh. his, yeah. <laughs> yes. What's his name? Oh, crap. Um, Lucas. Hedges? From Lady Bird. Yeah, Lucas Hedges. He's in that. Yeah. Okay, which is the one where they, like, go to a summer camp and it has that girl from Disney in it? Chloe Grace Mortez. Oh. She's not from Disney? Moretz, you mean? Yes. I always say Mortez, <laughs> too. Um, She's not from it's, Disney, it's though. The, oh, it's maybe the, I just the, the miseducation of Cameron Post. Which apparently yeah. is saw, really I, disappointing. I saw that, actually. Okay, yeah. side note. So I was in the theater to watch Black Klansmen, and that preview came on. because well, I think it's like, for me. It's like an indie theater. They only showed a few previews. Oh, okay. And... These older white women were behind me, and they were oh. like, "Oh, like we're not seeing that." And I was like, "What?" Like, well, I mean, well, I saw it at, at Sundance. I, I mean, it, it is. It's that's so rude. I know. It's like so you're here for black yeah. people, but you're not here mm-hmm. for yeah. lesbian and gay people. Okay, that's not right. about right. LGBTQ. Yeah, and then some other letters. Now, no disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember I them. A. <laughs> I A. I think so. Yeah, Kaylee's is Kaylee's as woke as it gets. She knows all the. The info, and she tells me, and I'm so grateful. Okay. Also, PTA. I no, not PTA. That is the wrong. Th- Don't say that. Can't handle <laughs> PSA. Mm-hmm. The peanut gallery is a really is a racially insensitive um, expression, and a camper recently taught me that. For, oh. For what? Against uh, African American people. Okay. And I can't remember everything you said, never, and never. I don't want to miss say it, but it had to do with courtrooms. Huh. Ne- never came across that one. But it basically dismisses uh, me neither, but thanks, Josh. Yeah. Someone told me something else the other day that was offensive, and I didn't know it was, but I can't remember what it was. It's all about just doing your best. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, but I mean, the movie is, again, I, I think it's almost actually similar to Imperium. It's, it tackles a good issue, and I think it, it's important that it's out, but it does at times feel kind of crowd pleasing at times. Really? Okay. But it, it, it's, it's still solid. Like, it's still an interesting story. Its reviews story. have not been good. Really? Mm-hmm. Which, low-key, I think, is a new level of acceptance, which is good. <laughs> You're not just like, oh, yeah. this is good yeah, because. Yeah, that's true. So, in a way, well, okay. Well, it did win the, the like, crowd-pleasing or the um, uh, audience award at Sundance. Did like it? the Grand Jury uh, Audience Award. That makes sense. So. Huh. Well, the reviews I've read have not been really... It, they haven't been, like, bad, but they definitely have not been, like, stellar. No. I mean, it's it's, like, it does have that, like, black, white, gray kind of... It's not much. There's not that kind of complexity, oh, okay. intertwining complexity. It's same thing almost with Imperium. I, I feel like at times it's just that cut and dry mm-hmm. s- um, style. But I mean, it's good. You yeah. know, it has Sasha Lane, who's cool. She is cool. Yeah. I don't love. We all know I don't like her. So sorry. You don't like her, Chloe Grace. She's kind Moretz. of hit and miss. Not. I, a huge I don't fan. love her either, but she's she's pretty good in it. That's good. Um. <gasps> What? Oh, it's just for the voice. <laughs> Tessa Thompson's gonna be in Lady and the Tramp. I just Ooh, saw. I just yes. saw Tessa Thompson is gonna be in Disney's live action, and then I read Ooh, Lady I and have the a Tramp. News. Oh, okay. Ooh, I don't know. What she news. has a news. It's not a news about me. It's just a news we can discuss. I know. I'm just excited. Um, 
I don't know what movie it was, but I was just reading that Disney has cast the first openly gay character in a oh, Disney movie. Oh, I hate this because I love Jack Whitehall. Yeah, it's Jack Whitehall who is straight. So there's just such a trend with casting straight men for the roles of gay men characters. We're getting into the debate we've never been able to solidify a conclusion on on this podcast. It, I like, know. Is I'm recurring. just... It's, well, that's the problem. It's like... If it had happened just a few times, I would have been like, okay, that's fair. Like, maybe they were just the best actors for the job. But it just keeps happening. And I'm like, there are definitely plenty of great male gay actors who are actually gay. Yeah. And you'd think that they'd be able to play it better from their own personal experience. I will... Okay, this is going to make me sound bad. We'll cover it up by saying devil's advocate. But, like, I will say Jack Whitehall is a very effeminate... Not that necessarily, of course gay men have to be effeminate but i'm sure that's what disney's like going for yeah. in casting him and just his everyday life since he was like little because i read his autobiography and he was like always dressing up as he'd always wanted to be like the princess instead of yeah. the prince and stuff so anyway just i'm sure i'm saying some things that are wrong and offensive but he is very if that's yeah it's not like i don't know but of course you can say the same thing with Luke Evans playing gaston except you can't because one is underrepresented minorities underrepresented, so it's not the same thing, and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, fair enough. They should have definitely looked to cast a gay person. Maybe they did. But also, I love Jack Whitehall. They could have found someone. Definitely could have found someone. But also, I do love Jack Whitehall. Also, what character is it? Tell me now. I didn't even see what movie it was in. Yeah. But obviously, they shouldn't have done it, but I just love Jack Whitehall, so. Also, I don't know if you want the super, super woke take. Yeah, tell sometimes me. it's a little too woke. Tell me now. But people are also mad that <laughs> Ruby Rose has been cast as Batwoman because she's, oh, yeah. like, she's the like, token lesbian or something. Yeah, she got, like, quit Twitter and all that. The token lesbian? Yeah, people were so mad at her on Twitter because apparently they kept saying they were going to have some, like, they're going to bring new unknown lesbian actresses into light because oh. it's, like, a huge minority in acting. Yeah, definitely. And then oh, people are really mad that it ends up being Ruby Rose. She also like, was oh, she's not like a great... standard lesbian. Or she's also not a great actress. Yeah. Maybe different if she was what amazing, she, but she she's not... In? Orange is the New Black. She's been in a... Oh. She was in the... Oh, this is the news that I was going to tell you and I forgot is I saw the Meg. Oh. Oh, you did? And she's in that. Yeah. Is you, it because you were with Megan? It? Yes. <laughs> Of course. How was it? Meg is so, we love Meg. Meg is so spoiled that Mary and I will, um, we will see a movie because it's called The Meg. That's literally why well, we saw it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's not very good. It was really weird, actually. Of course, it was enjoyable because I was with my friends and we were joking about it because we were like the only people. There's some people in the very back. We were in the very front. The town doesn't travel back. My roommates saw like that, that together and I was like, okay. What the heck? That's Out bizarre. of all the movies out right now, that's the movie they chose to see this week. I was like, all right. Well, very it's odd. What's the big movie of the week? Yeah, no, but is it these yeah. are the ones who wouldn't watch Baby Driver. It's just weird. Anyway, not that, there's anything, weird. not that there's anything offensive in The Meg. It's just an odd because she's saying, like, they could have seen Black Klansman. They, it's just, anyway. But you live your life. That's the point here. See, the issue with podcasting is you yeah. really get blurry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I saw the make. It wasn't terrible. It was com- it was really stupid, though, and it made very little sense. But, yeah, Ruby Rose was in it, and her accent was god-awful. Her mm. American accent was terrible. But uh, there's something else I was going to say, but I don't remember what. Oh, my movie pass effing doesn't work anymore. Oh, I, oh yeah. They're what right. the heck? Big changes. I was that. like, okay, I'll see the Meg because I will use my movie pass. And it didn't work. Yeah. And then I went to use it for Black Klansman, and it didn't work. It was only working for effing Slenderman, which shouldn't have been made into a movie, uh. if you ask me. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about with responsibility. 
in the media, whatever. Yeah, video game movies becoming a thing. Well, yeah. Well, also Slender Man, there was that whole thing with the murder and stuff, and it yeah. started on the internet. I heard, I heard it's supposed to be terrible anyway. So. Well, good. Yeah. I could see it for free. I'm still not going to see it. I probably oh. won't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Anyway, so that's my... Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of, I was curious about the Meg, I mean, but it's, I think it's, I've heard, just heard it doesn't... <laughs> Jason Statham's weird. I like yeah. can't figure him out. I'm like, what are you? I've heard it's, it's not campy enough to be fun. And yeah, it's not really, it's just they should have made middle. it a little more campy. And the like relationship stuff is really weird. And it's just a very odd. It's just very odd. Yeah. But Dwight's in it, so that's another wow. reason we saw it. And he has some. Do- he has some really cool um, Air Jordans. So oh, well, cool. That was the real highlight. <laughs> Interesting. It was the so. Air Jordans. It was so weird. Huh. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we can just move on to mail. Yeah, I don't have any news. Okay. Right. So the FilmBuds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. Also on Twitter at FilmBuds and on Facebook. So please uh, follow us if, if you like. And and again, feel free to send us any questions, comments uh, that you have. Uh, we'd always appreciate it. It's big or small, you know. So um, the one we have is from Leslie from Maine. Braden's home state. He's no, he's from Maine. Yep, but yeah, we had another listener from Maine. And, oh my um, god! He's like, oh, I'm from there. Oh, sorry, Braden. <laughs> so Leslie says, "Greetings, Leslie." Film is Braden with you right now? Because we want him <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> with movies gradually changing over time, do you think that iconic movie themes are dead? If you think Ooh. back to a lot of the best movie themes, those are often done by or- orchestral types of composers from many years ago, but it's rare that you have that nowadays. I totally thought you meant, like, themes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Emotive themes. No. And I said, oh, wow, deep. No. Not that uh, this isn't deep, Leslie. Really like the podcast, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Well, a bunch of them were done by that dude. John that Williams? That kid told me about. Yeah, John Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Truman. I, did he do Inception? I thought Inception had a really no, good that was theme. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's oh, big. Yeah, yeah. Danny Elfman is kind of weird. He's, he's kind of like he gone into. Be. He used to be huge. Now he's like, what's going on? His boo-boo? last good one was like Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. He just did Don't Worry. He won't get yeah. put on foot. Yeah. But that wasn't very. Thrilling. Well, I, I kind of agreed that I think the idea of a memorable theme is kind of gone. I mean, I, I love a lot do, of. Do, do, I, I love do. listening to a lot of modern. <laughs> Scores like Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross and stuff, they do. Yeah. But there's not many like things that, there's not, uh, it's rare you ever get a, you know, a Star Wars or a Jaws, like themes that Harry you can. Potter. Harry Potter, exactly. Yeah, John Williams there. And I, I'd say like the, some of the last good ones would be Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and then maybe even the Spider-Man. Can't think about Baby Driver. <laughs> well, Baby Driver isn't like orchestral music. I don't know if that was yeah. Up. Oh. Up was memorable. Mm-hmm. Can you Disney it? does well with that. Yeah. Oh, and I can't I, do it on this spot. <laughs> Kaylee's a wonderful musician. She oh, plays really? violin. Cool. And she has fingers like Tim Burton characters, and I like her hands a lot. <laughs> <That's> odd. <laughs> odd phrasing. <laughs> that but. is the weirdest facet of our friendship, I think, is my admiration of Kaylee's hands that look like Tim Burton character hands. Cool. I'm not going to show them now. <laughs> yeah, keep... <laughs> uh, and, uh, well, I think Hans Zimmer's probably one of the few now that... Like parts of the Caribbean, it's that yeah, theme is one. pretty memorable. Inception is, I think. Um, I don't know any of these. I'm just not really a music person. I don't have the ear. I just like the Harry Potter one, and I low key will know the Star Wars one if you say it, but I don't know it right now. 
The which one? Star Wars. Um. <laughs> you should have a game where we just try to remember what themes sound like. Yeah. That's a good question, Leslie. I, well, I, th- I think in a way it is because a lot of scores now are very experimental and much more. They're not. They're not necessarily melody. I wanna driven. I now. also will say that's been a minute since we've had a really successful franchise in that vein where it's very repetitive, like Harry Potter or Star Wars. It's gonna have the same one for like every movie, right? Yeah. yeah. So in that way, like Marvel's kind of too disconnected for that, or no? Marvels are pretty boring scores. Okay. Yeah. They try to be, but they're boring. So I think it goes beyond the composition to what movies can take that on. Yeah. Well, I also wonder if it's a whole thing about the budgeting of time and energy, because that's a lot of work. It is. That's a big orchestra. Probably very expensive to have someone compose a theme. Yeah, well, well, I mean, also, but it doesn't necessarily have to be orchestral. You can still make an iconic one that's done through other means. You know what? This does not really count. But I want to say, like, I think Kaylee and I could both hum the Westworld theme song right now. Grant, I know that's a TV show. I can't show. do things on the spot. I thought saying we had to. <laughs> well, oh, and well, also with Westworld because the same the same guy Game, Game, of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. know that that theme. Um, it was Kaylee's ringtone for a lot, a long time. <laughs> I'm really that's, geeky. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, but I, I think a lot of scores now are very like atmospheric and trying to create more of a mood rather than be. The kind of bombastic John Williams yeah. one, so which is too for better, bad. which which I mean I, I think I, I prefer scores like that mostly as opposed yeah, to yeah because ones, it makes your heart warm when you hear them. No, I mean the more modern day ones. Oh well, stupid. Like I <laughs> like I, I prefer a Trent Reznor type score as no opposed to a John way. Williams, especially mm-hmm. with how movies are now. Well, I think I, it depends on the movie, like we said. Sure, but I mean I don't think there are many blockbusters that that use an orchestral types I think score. the Avengers should have done it and they could have used the same one for all the movies with well, a they, little twist in well, each well, one. They, they do that kind of. But, then, but I asked you that. But it's, it's just not. It's just not good. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Did you hear the Getting Curious with Jonathan, Jonathan Van Ness where he had the lady who composed movie scores? No, I don't think it was so. so. It was pretty cool. That's I need to listen to more of those. So on that. I've listened yeah. to about half of them by now. I've listened to about half of them, too. I do pick and choose, and I feel like that really defeats the purpose. But also, like, I don't have that much time, so I'm going to listen to the ones I want to listen yeah. to. Did you listen to Bobby's? No. <gasps> Wait. I don't think so. Well, I listened to, to Anthony and Tans. Did you listen to Karamos? Yeah. Yes. So Bobby. Poor Bobby always getting I know. Out. <laughs> Bobby was the last one to do it, though, this time. So oh, okay. It was very recent, but... Yeah, no, they just refuse. Both of them refuse to watch Queer Eye, and I don't get it. Do you listen to this show after you record it ever? I do not. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I might listen to it briefly to see how weird my voice sounds. No, because I know what I I know. I sound like a demented chipmunk. Like I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I don't think I really. I'm sure I have once. Oh, I have gone back and I listened to. There was one night where I like couldn't sleep and I was kind of like not like my legs hurt and stuff. I was listening to the first one I was on out of curiosity oh, that's funny. because I was like, oh, I bet I sounded really like timid and blah blah. But no, no. lo and behold, I was like, 
Daniel Radcliffe. I was like, so like, for, I disagree. For the first like five <laughs> minutes, no, I didn't even disagree. We all agreed on that one. It was Planet of the. It was one of the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, we were like all this. like, no, you would like. It was really good. It, it was. was great movie. No joke. Mm. Henry and I seldom agree, and we we all liked it. Brayden, hmm. Brayden, and I usually agree. Henry says Brayden agrees with him, but he doesn't. But he agrees with me. But. Huh? <laughs> But yeah, we all agreed on it. It was actually good. Oh, Loki, I fell on the stairs when I was going to get my charger just now. I like Aww. I tripped. But I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I was I'm just proud saying. of you for saying Loki. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what were you talking about? Oh, no, but yeah, the, that first show is when we talked about... Uh, Eggplant. Uh, the the uh, air breathers. Air, no, not air breathers. Sun taker inners or whatever. Oh, air, air eaters. Air, air eaters. <laughs> no, sun eaters. Oh. Anyway, it was people who didn't eat, but they... Just took an energy they, from the sun. That's all they did. That's what plants do. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what people do. <laughs> well, because well, yes, Brayden's girlfriend apparently t- or told me that there was people like that. Yeah, so and I still saw it on been TV confirmed. once. Still hasn't been confirmed. I saw it. Gemma and I, well, I'm really embarrassed to say this. Gemma and I, in our very youth, used to watch Wife Swap on occasion. That was sure. a f- funny show. <laughs> it was very interesting. And there was one where... Uh, where she did that, she just ate the sun. No, <laughs> literally. So yeah, yeah, a very strange group of people there. But yeah. if, if you are dead one, people, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we said. Yeah, I think that was that's yeah. <laughs> we was, said we can't. Def- they can't defend themselves because we're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are one, let us know. Yeah, please. We've yeah. really been been <laughs> waiting for this for a year yeah, now. Yeah, it's yeah been over a year before it's yeah not confirmed yet. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. But also, if it's working for you, do it. Sure, I guess. Yeah. You Although, know the boys the boys who are in the cave? Mm-hmm. The Thai boys who are in the cave? Did they get scurvy? Oh, yeah. They, all, they did not get scurvy, I don't think. Scurvy, they all got... Yeah. So, their soccer coach was a former Buddhist monk, and he yeah. taught them to meditate to conserve energy. And then, in respect of the life that was lost, because one of the divers passed away from trying to get them, they all are in a Buddhist... They're all becoming little Buddhist monks now. Yeah, I read about that. I have a friend who used to be a Buddhist monk, and he said it's actually really intense and, like, very conservative. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, well, I feel like people, well, I have. I feel like I have a warped view of the world from living in Chapel Hill. But oh, people, people are like, like, I'm Buddhist. Oh, my God, Buddhism is so cool. Like, yeah. peace and love. But, like, I mean, I guess, like, any religion, there are a lot of, like, facets. Yeah, very conservative, like, yeah. take over your life sectors, tell you what to believe yeah. kind of things. Yeah. But it's also what you choose. Like, if you go to a monastery, you're going to be in a monastery. So. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's first wife was a nun. Really? A yep. Then she became a judge here. Oh, that's right. Of cool. Souls, I Wow. <laughs> no, she's just, you know, but she was a judge. Well, I feel like yeah. those are two professions that would go well together. Yeah. Right. You're You're searching for... A sense of justice and mm-hmm. peace. Yeah. yeah. My dad's first wife was in France, and she used to do really weird things in her sleep. Like, she she wallpapered their whole kitchen in her sleep once. She used to sleepwalk and do stuff like that. Artists, man. She was not an artist. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's too bad. No. She was, but she's one of the few people, actually, yeah, she's one of the, f- no, he's going to get mad at me if I say that. Never mind. She's really smart, and my dad acknowledges this, that she's smarter than him in a lot of ways, which mm. is weird for him. But mm. he's also said that about my sister, my mom, and myself, so. I know. Okay. Sorry. We get tangential sometimes. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah, all the whole 
Kitchener sleep. What? Oh, oh, yeah. Look, Kaylee's full of stories, like the weird deer story. Dr. Strauss is also full of stories. They're like the two most interesting people I know. No offense to all the other people I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Will you please tell the deer story? I don't know why you think it's so interesting. It's so but basically, fascinating. I don't, I don't even know if I remember all of it, but there's this deer that would stand in front of my porch and I would have to like wait to go to class and I would talk to him until he went away. You would talk to him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What would you say? I'd be like, hey. Like, what would you talk about? She was like in an apartment com- relatively, like a house apartment yeah. kind of complex and he would just stand in front of her door and she wouldn't be able, she wouldn't like be able to go around him. So she just talked to him until he went away. Maybe it was a, <laughs> <laughs> what's that thing from Harry Potter? The, um, Patronus? But maybe it was a Patronus. <gasps> maybe. Wow. Yeah. Perhaps. Wow. I like that. Yeah. I love any Harry Potter tie-in. I know. Oh. That's, why I, that's why I did huh. it. <laughs> so good. Kaylee, have you ever... Kaylee's related to some famous people. Some some people in the film it was world. A, wasn't it Abraham Lincoln? And yeah, the Coppolas. The Coppolas. Yeah. Oh. By my, least, my least by favorite like, film family. By the marriage of my mom's cousin's daughter. Like, not closely <laughs> related. Okay. Yeah. But I have met... What's the one that I met? You know, and I don't... Was it Roman? Yeah, Roman Coppola. I met the son. We had Thanksgiving together. <laughs> yeah. why, why, why do you dislike the Coppola family? I don't like their movies. What are you talking about? You don't, you don't like Francis? <laughs> I don't dislike Francis Ford. He's not my favorite. I just really don't like Sophia or the other daughter made a movie. I don't like that one either. Oh, I didn't see that well, one. Well, I always think it's kind of an issue when people get famous just because their parents are yeah, famous. Yeah, nepotism. Yeah, that's why I don't like, like Cara Nicholas Cage. Or however yeah. you say her name. <laughs> I don't even Who? know. Karen Delavine. Oh. She's not. I don't or think like she's Gigi a good Hadid. Like right. I didn't even know till recently. Okay, her mom Yolanda really was bad. on the Beverly Housewives. Exactly, and I didn't know that till recently when I was like in a really low place and I started watching <laughs> that show. Why were you in a low place? You should have called me. <laughs> it was yeah. It was after. Oh okay yeah. okay okay. I know what we're talking about. She did call me. Don't I'm worry. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Henry butt out. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know my mom watches. No, my mom, look, my mom is like a perfect angel. It's a fact. How's she doing, by the way? She's great, always. Good. Good. We saw Black Lambsman together, and it was a very special occasion. Yes, for our whole lives. How's Gemma? She's good. She's going to Colorado. Oh, why? I don't know. So, anyway. (laughs) Travel safely. Yeah, (laughs) she's fine. So, anyway. Hopefully. uh, Oh, my God. Okay, so anyway, (laughs) what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So my mom's one flaw, probably. Can I see that, by the way? That Harry Potter thing? Yes. Don't break it. I won't. Is that, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tear the house. Is off. that it's, um, is that she watches, she's very guilty of over probably a decade watching The Housewives. And yeah. she claims not to anymore because Gemma and I attempt to instill in her the, you know, the poor side effects of watching it and everything. And just it's a waste of time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because that's how our family is. And she says she doesn't watch it. But she records stuff for me on her... DVR? On her DVR. And I see it. I see yeah. it. And she says, no, I just recorded it. I don't watch it. I say, hmm. So that's what everybody she's, says. She's still working yeah. on it. Life is a journey. But yeah, so I know about Yolanda Foster. Who's married... No, who's divorced from David Foster. Who's marrying Catherine McPhee. Oh. Yeah. I retain all information. I didn't get any. Yeah, I don't know who any of those people are. But that's okay. Yeah. 
I always just nod and go along with it because I never know people's names. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all, it's all, yeah, the the fashion world, the, like, supermodel thing is super weird. I don't get it, and I don't even, I don't dive into that. It's all weird. But, anyway. Yeah. Except that episode of Psych, right? What? That episode of Psych where the Oh, become- Black and Tan? Yeah. Oh, that's like yeah. the best episode. <laughs> Every episode is the best episode. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Okay, picks of the week. Okay. Well, thanks for the email, Leslie. Yeah, thanks, Leslie. And again, feel free to send us stuff. The information is in the Yeah, please send us questions. Show notes. I know it's been a long time, so you've done a lot of questions already, but it's a really good part of the show. Yeah, it is. And we had that that big one last week, Gareth. From Axolitis. Yeah. <laughs> Just we'll start calling, oh, calling him Axolitis. I don't care if the questions ask me what my favorite color is. Or the professor. We'll call him the professor. Part of you is now in the show, and that's so cool. Yeah. 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 Okay, so my I guess. My favorite color is orange, by the way. Yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Is yours green? Blue. Dang it. Same. Nice. Yeah. Blue buddies. So. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes orange. Nope. Well, I think that what's... That, a bunch of 10-year-old boys like orange. That's what, so it further proves that that's basically who I they're am. They're trying to stand out, I bet. That's not true. It's a great color. It is a great color. Move but, on. But not many people like orange, so they're like, oh, here, we'll be different and be that's like orange. That's not true. They just like orange. They don't have those kinds of... That's like people drinking, like, coconut milk, even though they don't need to. Just, they want to be cool. What are you cool. talking about? <laughs> all the people that just, like, all, like, all the teenagers... How do you just, know they don't like it? No, no, like a lot of people just like. How do you know? Not, I'm not saying they wouldn't like it, but I'm just saying people, they need to fit in, especially in Chapel Hill. What are you talking it's disgusting. about? No, I do know a lot of people that drink coconut water Yeah, in Chapel Starbucks Hill. has ruined so cool. America. Every, they, like they can't just have regular milk. Like, oh no, we need to have unsweetened. Well, I'm lactose intolerant, so I drink I, almond milk. And, that's and I got super sick from it because there was real milk in it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, drink the milk one you time, need, not the ones... I've know. mentioned Daniel before on this show. He likes movies Which and he's Daniel? on my soccer team. Oh. There's only one. No, the weird Daniel. The oh, Danny? With. Oh, I see Danny all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I see him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and he was like, so you live in Raleigh, right? And I was like, no. And he was like, hope I see you in Raleigh all the time. I was like, you don't, unless you're at my mom's house, because that's literally the only time. Danny's weird. Anyway, no, so... There's another guy I talked to him who's best friend with him named John, and John also loves movies. But John loves, like, John would love the Meg. Okay. I can't remember why I brought him. Oh, yeah, because he had a coconut. He bought a coconut milk or water once at lunch, and there was, like, a weird, it looked like a jellyfish in it. it was, I've seen that happen Yeah, before. it was so weird, so now he doesn't drink it. Strange. I feel yeah. like it's, like, look that up on the internet. Regulated. That's, like, key internet. Like, it'll be on there. Oh, yeah. 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 Just don't be pretentious with your milk. Oh, my God. But also do what you want. Yeah, but still don't be. Like orange if you like it. It's been my favorite color since I was four. Cool. Yeah. Before that, it was rainbow, which is not really a Hmm. good answer. Like orange for the right reasons, right? Yep. Yeah. Don't exploit it. (laughs) Shut up. Discussing important (laughs) issues. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, our picks of the week. Uh, Kaylee, do you want to go first? Yeah, Since you're the guest. Did you already talk about sharp objects? You do it though. No, that's yeah, but we we repeat ourselves. We've a been lot. watching that together. Yeah, it's pretty good so far. Been We're trying to, to predict it. all of it. We love to watch mystery type shows and yeah. try to predict everything that's going to happen. Because, and I've said this before, but you watching them with Kaylee is terrible because she always comes up 
you know, people are like, oh, I always think, I always know what's going to happen. Like, I've, But not Kaylee. She thinks of a ten times better ending. So then when the real ending comes, I'm so disappointed. Hmm. Yeah, hers yeah. are always crazy. I love listening to her, what she thinks is going to happen. It's like twists and turns everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I think the current plot twist I'm predicting might be true because they've kind of hinted at it. Yeah. A few times. The one we both think? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, also, I've been watching Orange is the New Black season six. And to some of y'all who may watch Orange is the New Black, there were some bad seasons. But this one is better. So you can just, like, <laughs> I think it was, like, seasons can three and skip? four. Yeah, just, like, skip those. Yeah. I didn't know it had gone it six seasons already. That's yeah. a while. Well, honestly, they chose to focus on Piper less as it went on. And that ultimately mm-hmm. makes it better because her character is really annoying. I don't yeah. think anyone likes her. Hmm. No. Piper. Yeah. Nobody ever likes Piper. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> That's an annoying name. It fits. Yeah. Except to all Sorry the Pipers, to all Pipers out there. Yeah, she didn't mean it at all. Yeah. Watch us get a, a pipe, uh, message from Piper. Piper? Yeah. yeah. Piper in Chapel Hill. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah. And they know where I work. That's so. true. Uh-oh. No, there's a bunch of Jovian ghosts. Oh, not next to Chelsea's, yeah. though. <laughs> Oh, Henry's not hard to track down. Nope, I'm the hardest fact, to track down. I met with a secret agent there. Yeah, she oh, did, yeah. but you're not allowed to talk about it. I know. Oh my god. I just wanted to say that people I did. listen to this. What's <laughs> they up? don't know. That's like I always say that my well. Wait, who'd you? He meet? gets mad. Who'd you meet? Nobody. I cannot discuss. <laughs> I'm not at liberty to name names. Someone from the company. The like or- my dad. No, I can't for say the, the organization because that's what they called the KKK. So wait no, for Joe Van Gogh. No, it's called the company. That's what they call it. Yes. Joe Van Gogh? Yes. They all work for Joe Van Gogh. You met with a company? Or oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. You should have said that. <laughs> I should have said what I said either. Oh, my God. It's fine. Nobody cares. Leslie. Anyway. T- don't tell on us. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, well any, anything else for you? Nope. We read no? the same book. Oh, yeah. And we're we still waiting the on the two older people from our book club to read it so we can talk about it. What book? The Hours. You want to be in our book club? No. Good. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> I don't really like it. It's fine. I don't like it either. Okay. There are I didn't pick of, it. I don't know. Sometimes I feel, as many do, I feel pressure to like feminist things. Although it's really not that feminist because it's written by a man, which I'm a little confused about. Okay. Like, this is like another tangent. And I'm sorry. Yay. But... There's a new statue on UNC's campus, and it's absolutely horrible. It's Aragog. It's like a giant, disgusting-looking spider. Bigger than Aragog. And it's just, like, in the center of campus. It's horrible. What does this have to do with the book? Okay, it's made by this feminist artist who's, like, up and coming, and so Uh I feel like I should support her, but no. Wait, it's actually Aragog from Harry Potter? It's a a giant spider. spider. No, it's but it looks like it. Oh, okay. If you look at the little face, it does look like Aragog. Why, how, why did that get passed? Because like, the ceilings are leaking from the art school. So, they're so they put a spider, put a spider outside yeah. in the front instead. Yep. Okay. Interesting <laughs> It's horrible strategy. in all forms. And I don't <laughs> yeah. like it. That's strange. Kaylee, well, I don't want to call you out. Can we bring it up? I don't know what you're talking Kaylee about. Kaylee is actually scared of, like, what's it called? Acrophobia? Ar- arachnophobia. Arachnophobia. Yes. As many people do. Yeah. Why would you have a giant spider a on a place are. where young adults already have a lot of anxiety? Why would yeah. you do that? True. <laughs> and a really pretty place, too. It, like, ruined yeah. it. Hmm. Anyway, whatever. It's huge. That is strange. You should go drive by it. Okay. It's in front of Memorial <laughs> Hall. 
Huh. That's a, yeah. It's a strange choice, but it's weird. I'll check it out at some point. How's it? Mm. Yeah. What did they have a? Did you read about it? Why they put a giant spider? No, I just know it's this up and coming feminist artist. Hmm. I was hmm. like, I don't care, girl. Like, I still don't like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. That, like we were saying before, perhaps that's yeah. Anyway. Okay. My picks of the week are yours. Do yours because mine are mine are kind of. We're gonna talk about it. Okay, so I, I rewatched uh, Blue Valentine. Oh, jeez, again. I haven't seen. No, I, I haven't seen it in years. You just talk about it a lot. I guess. I don't think I ever talk about Blue Valentine. You definitely have. Listeners, go back to listen it to <laughs> every, every single episode. And ta- do a tally. You definitely have. I talk about The Place Beyond the Pines, which is no, the same guy. No, you've talked about Blue Valentine a lot, too. Okay, well, I rewatched it because it's on Netflix. So I was like, let's do this. Uh, and I, I do love the movie. I think it's... Chloe's shaking her head. To Kaylee, because Kaylee wouldn't it. like it. Well, it's not a feel-good movie by any means. I mean, it, it's a very... It is a romance film with... Uh, Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams about you kind of see the life or the timeline of a relationship. Yeah, that's at a good way to put it. Growing and falling. Like 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, but a little bit darker. A little, little darker. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it is very kind of raw and it is, but it's also very, feels very natural and genuine. And it is, it's great that Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling. She got married in secret and now she's on the cover of Vanity Fair. Okay. Hmm. But they're they're great together, and not to Jason Segal, who Kaylee thinks is Jason Sudeikis every time. Oh, okay. We even bet money on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, uh, they're great together, and they're very understated performances. And it's it, it is very entertaining. It's, it has some really really dark moments, but it also has some really happy, fun moments. And so it's it's very well balanced and well put together. And even though it does intercut flashbacks with the kind of present day story, it's done very well and yeah so that's really good just don't maybe do that for a first date movie or something yeah you know? or do if you start to hate them right a breakup movie yeah yeah <laughs> then i rewatched um yesterday i was kind of bored i rewatched teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadows on amazon prime which came out a couple years Who's ago the, who are the people in that Megan Fox. I feel like uh. I did see that, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's understandable. I mean, it's so it is. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I saw I, it. I'm not much. I'm, I wasn't really a turtle head when I grew up, but I kind of like them now, um, in a way. I feel like we can do better than you turtle should become head. a brony. Oh my god! I told you about that kid in my high school who used to draw wait. my friends and me as as yeah. My Little Ponies wait, like what's, every day. What's a brony? It's a and that usually an adult male who enjoys My Little Pony. Oh, yikes. No but, like, thing. live your life if you're not, you know, if you're not yeah. hurting but, anybody. But it is, it is, it's nothing <laughs> amazing. You should become a brownie with that. <laughs> it, is, it is fun and it's colorful and it's, um, I honestly Oh, my would, God, he would like it. <laughs> exactly. It's, and I actually kind of like the turtle, look of the turtles, especially since it's executive produced by Michael Bay. It's much more toned down. Of course. Than, I've heard about his Michael Bay thing. Yeah. It's, it's much Britain. more toned down than, like, the Transformers are. So Did you see the still of Dora? Yeah, yeah, with uh, Isabella Mon- Moner. I didn't know who she is. Mon- I don't know. She's who the she Sicario is. girl. Oh my god! Yeah, mind blown, right? Shook. <laughs> yeah, but it is, uh, and I think since Megan Fox is not definitely not a brilliant actress by any means, I think this is. T- but I, she called Michael Bay Hitler. Yeah, and here mm-hmm. here she is. Yep. She she did actually. That's do why that. she's in the Ninja Turtles movie now. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Spielberg said, "Fire her." 
Weird. I was shocked to know that Michael Bay and Steven Spielberg are friends, but... Oh, he, he executive produces all the Transformer films. Didn't know that either. Wow. Yeah. So much to know. Anyways, it, I w- honestly, just the kind of colorfulness and the silliness of these movies, I would honestly prefer a third one of this as opposed to a lot of the Marvel movies, just because they feel a little oh. bit more simple and silly and like a self-aware of that where wow. the, the marvel movies try to be more serious even though it's dealing with like an ant-man and stuff yeah. you know um and the villains in this are a lot more fun um and interesting than in a lot of the comic book movies but it's it's nothing incredible but it does the job and then i think i had one more thing um but yeah that's on amazon prime right now if you want to give it a look and oh, I rewatched Locke on Netflix. Okay, with Tom Hardy, which Tom is the Hardy. the single location. It's in a car. Yeah, it's a is hmm. a yeah eight twenty four movie about yeah. a guy who is driving to a, a hospital um, to see this girl who he's uh, is having a baby, his baby, and it's it's just about him having conversations with various people in his family and at work because he's kind of. Um, leaving them to go, uh, I don't know, what's what's the best word, Chloe, to... Embrace this part of his life. Em- to, to um, uh, yeah, take responsibility for what he did. Hmm. And it's all these phone conversations with various people and him dealing with all these conflicts and people getting furious with, with him because he's abandoning these other people. In, in his Yeah, in his life. But it's very good. It's just like one, it's just Tom Hardy in a car, one one location, like an hour and twenty minutes. Wow. It's great. Tom Hardy is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Very underrated movie. So. And he doesn't talk like this. No, he t- talks hmm. nor- normal Tom. Normal nor- talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's on Netflix if you want to give it a shot. Chloe. Okay, so I watched the entire first season of Insatiable. How many episodes is that? That's a lot. Twelve. Jesus. Uh, what are you talking about? That's over a week and a half. But it's a show you don't like. I didn't say I didn't like it. Okay, well, tell us then. I feel a little guilty. No, tell well, us. It's mixed okay. feelings for liking it. Okay, but I am borderline not. Did you ever watch Girl Boss? I tried one episode and I didn't like it. Yeah, so I tried to watch Girl Boss, but she became so horrible. I just couldn't yeah. get through it. Like, Never oh my saw God, that. you suck. So, okay. So people don't like this show, Insatiable. We talked about it on this show because it's. It, there was. It, there were articles before it came out judge based on the preview the trailer that it was fat shaming and stuff mm-hmm. but this is not what i saw but everyone has their own experiences but i think overall okay so it's confusing because overall it's very satirical very out there like very out there um but it does deal with a lot of real issues like basically every real issue you can think of but I will say, the way it's framed, like in the trailer, she was like in her, I don't know if there's a politically correct word for a fat suit. It probably just shouldn't exist, a fat yeah. suit. But anyway, it does. So she was overweight and then she wasn't. And in the trailer, the show, overweight, then she wasn't. And now she's in like a bikini, like catwalking, whatever. But in the show, she has like a breakdown because she like is in a bikini for this weird reason. And she still feels like, terrible self-conscious yeah just like terrible in every way and she's also like i thought looking like this would make me feel better 
but it doesn't. And then she has this conversation with a girl in the bathroom who's like, I feel the same way because I'm trans, and the person is trans, which is like, that'd be a real step if she wasn't, that'd be bad. But anyway, but she is. And so then they're walking confidently together for that reason, and they're like, and they're like, oh, this still feels bad, like, one step at a time, whatever. So basically, it's a lot more nuanced. There's a lot more to it than just that. Than people are making out to be. Yeah, so I wouldn't shut it down for just that at all. And, like, you know, I've had a lot of familiar experiences with, like, eating disorders and everything. So, like, I appreciate all sides of it. And I didn't find it super offensive. And my sister just started watching it. She said, she just texted me, she said, Marissa Tomei's in it. How come people not Ooh. like it? And I said, true, girl. Nice. Or Melissa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Oh. It's Alyssa Milano, not if, Marissa Tomei. If, if Marissa Tomei was in it, I'd be in They're, in. like, twins to me. But it's Alyssa Milano, and I love Alyssa Milano. Right? We'll know. see. I'm pretty positive is. now. Yeah, it's like, you don't know who Alyssa Milano is? I don't think so. Not by name. I don't know how to respond to that. But I don't anyway, know who that is either. oh my god, everybody <laughs> else. I always just nod, and yeah. she assumes I know who they are. Everybody yeah. listening to it does. But anyway, Alyssa Milano, she's mm-hmm. amazing. So anyway, um, overall, it does have some issues, and it gets really ridiculous, which makes it harder to. It's just confusing. Mixing those real issues with such, like, absolute ridiculousness. Mm. But I do like that she doesn't have to be completely... Okay, this is how I felt until the last... Spoiler-free, until the last episode where I was like, oh. Like, um... Yeah, I was like, oh, well, now I might think about this a little bit more. But I was like, I like that she doesn't have to be, like, a perfect person who has this flaw to get over. Like, quote-unquote flaw. You know what I mean? Like, once you've... Basically, she do, like they don't make it that her issues with weight is like her. That's her only. The thing. bad yeah. part of her, yeah. like a bad part of her. It's just it just you know it is just a part of her journey, and everyone in the show has their own issues to get over. Yeah, yeah. which I do appreciate, and I appreciate that some of the characters can, and some of the characters can't, and some of them are still getting over it. And perhaps it's the idea and making it so crazy is to have it be more accessible. Having those parts be able, to, you're able to kind of laugh at them. It's able to kind of be funny. Yeah. Whatever. So I mean, it, it it at times it over um, reaches, but it still does tackle some things. Oh yikes! Yeah, but like in a funny way. I don't know. It's just you see well, what I mean. Yeah. So it it, it does kind of exceed its, its grasp. All over the place. Basically, hmm. I think it's worth a watch. I don't think it. It's definitely not malicious. There's no malintent. Like they're not making fun of overweight people. Yeah. In the show at all. Like that's not the point. It's just not always as delicate as it could be. It's definitely not delicate, and I think that's what they're going for. Well, I guess that's better than one of those typical shows where everyone on the show is just gorgeous and skinny, and that's not realistic at all. And they really talk about it, and she's going to become a pageant queen to, like, take revenge on all the people who bullied her. Like, there's lots of levels, and I do like it. It gives me lots of mixed feelings, because that's real life. And especially a show, like, that's produced by Netflix. Like, it's obviously for a younger audience. Like, younger girls are going to watch it, I think. And be like, we yeah. all have stuff. Like, I don't know. Mm. But also it gets really funky. So I don't know. Uh, my jury's still out on this. So you mm. might as well give it a shot. But I wouldn't just shut it down on that. Because that is, if it was that way, I would shut Like that stupid move with Gwyneth Paltrow and Ryan Reynolds was in one. And all those. Like shut them down. Amy Schumer. People are was saying that about her movie. Oh, I, I feel pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I did hear that. That was a little more blurry. I didn't see that. Well, I did hear that kind of got, it did kind of miss the mark. Yeah. Like, they're kind of making it out to be, like, people just can't buy that 
Amy Schumer can be pretty just as she is like they're like, you know, and so she immediately has to rank herself more and more pretty. Like, like it's like in terms of the, the view of the character in the film, it's like, no, she's ugly. It's it's like, Uh, you know, it's like, so she has to be. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so no one that looks like her can be attractive. Yeah. It's obviously a huge thing that's hard to address, especially in a funny, entertaining way. But like, if it can do it, then that's really good. But like, so just like watch it. It's like, I watched the whole thing. Like it was entertaining. At least the last episode I was like, oh, okay. That's the first time I was like, hmm, <laughs> not sure. But mm-hmm. I did like how she could be a very flawed character. Yeah, well, that sounds interesting. It's definitely interesting, hmm. and it's not. I don't think it's malicious at all. It's okay. also like written and directed almost exclusively by females. Mm, nice. Not that sounds not- kind of like Crazy Ex Girlfriend, by the way. You're describing yes, it. that's she has a lot of problems, yes. but I love that show. It's a very similar. I would. That's a good. It's like this new genre appearing. Like I would definitely compare it to Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Now that you said that, it's like definitely cool. outlandish. It's a step beyond Crazy yeah. Ex Girlfriend, though, in a lot of ways. Okay. But you know, if it worked for you, it does. Hmm. If it doesn't, then I, don't watch it. So I mean, is it in the same type of genre as like Thirteen Reasons Why? I knew you were gonna say that. Which I haven't it sounds seen. Sounds like no. I haven't seen either. But. No. I would not say that because 13 Reasons Why takes itself to like this show doesn't take itself seriously, which is why it's a why which is what allows it to address these things kind of in a way. They're like we're not they're basically like looking at the camera being like this is don't follow like we're not real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? 13 Reasons Why is like too real, <sighs> but also not real. They like it's that borderline exploitative thing, especially that last episode. For a while, yeah. I was like, okay, I can get behind this. The last episode, I said, okay, bye. No. There's like a word for it, and I don't remember it. Something like like trauma candy or something like that. <laughs> I just made that up. Trauma? But it's when like trauma hashtag porn? trauma like, candy. Like, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it trauma is trauma porn. porn. Is that it? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, my mind made it into candy. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It's like yeah. people seek out that, like the most traumatic things you can watch. And it's just yeah, like too not, much. I'm not here for that. It's yeah. not healthy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so take it or leave it. I don't know. How do you find time to watch these shows? What are you talking about? I have no time. How, 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 how did you watch all 12 episodes of them? Um, well, you had some days off this week. You hadn't had days off in a long time. Yeah, but I never sit and watch. Okay, well, so one thing is a lot of when I do have, you know, on... Uh, when I have time that I choose what I'm going to do, I usually like do a commission or even just do a painting I want to do. So obviously I'm going to have a show on next mm. to me. So I don't just like sit down and watch okay. shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and I also did a deep, deep clean in my room. Yeah. I, I love watching TV while cleaning. That's so like that was the big, pastime. that was how I, yeah, I had one day where I had nothing to do. I said, oh, we're going to deep clean the whole house. I, okay. I do too. I actually just cleaned up like the whole ups, upstairs yeah. today. Well, perfect. So that's I'm so that, exhausted. So that was part of when I watched it. Um, yeah, I also just break it up. I'm like really unhealthy in that I carry my laptop around when I'm like my morning routine. Yeah, like <laughs> like I'll fit that. it in. Like I will fit it in a half hour huh. of TV. I will fit it in. Huh? I don't do that. Watching but. out my shower curtain. I don't do that, but everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. I feel like I have other stuff, but I don't know. So that's good. Don't enough. worry about it. We can yeah. get get We're to good. next week. Get to going. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's about. Are it. you so happy, Kaylee's here? I'm. Yeah. Oh, so and, beautiful. Uh, yeah. Feel free to come back anytime. <laughs> really. Um. Yeah. So I guess that does about bring us to the end of the show. Uh, next week, I don't know. There is that new Peter Berg movie I, I want to see, but when does Crazy Rich Asians come out? I next still watch next that. couple weeks, I think. 
<laughs> I'm excited. I'll go see it with you. My mom likes that book. Cool. I think. I didn't actually know it was a book. She might just like the cover. It's three books, I think, so Ooh, far. Maybe we should. Trilogy, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so we'll figure it out for next week. Just stay updated on social media. Anything else y'all want to add? No. No? no? Well, yeah, Kaylee, again, thanks for coming on. I appreciate Thank you taking the time. Me. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and hopefully we'll see Braden's situation. I'll, I'll talk to him in the next couple of days, and maybe we can get him back on. I, I, don't, I just He'll don't know. He'll be here. He's... For the audience, he said he was going to be back. He just needed. Oh a yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he'll he'll be back. It's just I'm not sure if it's going to be this week, next week, the week after. I well, don't know. it's not this week because Kaylee's here. This coming week, mm-hmm. I'm talking about is if the show was in the past. Mm-hmm. Deep for a lot of people at the moment, it's in the future for everyone but the three of us. This is too deep for me right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll figure out. Hopefully, he'll be back on. I don't know when though, but fingers crossed. Chloe, yeah, thanks. I have other people on the roster. Feel free. Mostly Kaylee, but I have yeah. some other people on the roster yeah, as well. We can get, yeah, get her back. So, Chloe, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Henry. You're so welcome. And we'll see you next oh, week. Oh, wait, I remembered my... Oh, gosh. <laughs> I remember my other pick of the week. It's called... It's the podcast I listened to when I was cleaning the house and couldn't have my laptop there. It's called Harry Potter and the Holy... No. Harry Potter. Shoot. Sacred text. Sacred text. Oh, yeah. Anna Claire told me about it. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. It's amazing. It's a podcast. Just look it up. If you like Harry Potter, even if you don't, it's amazing. Okay. That's it. See, fast. Harry Potter and the whatever she just said. Okay. I oh, yeah. How's it. that How's that blanket I got you working out? Oh, my God. I love it. My cats, unfortunately, really like it, too. Damn. But I still use it. Kaylee cool. has also used it. Cool. Yeah. That's not the one you sat on fire, right? Nope. That yeah. was one of Mary's blankets. Okay. Whew. Uh, All right, so, yeah, we hope you have a good one. Goodbye. And we'll see you next week. (laughs)